Hi, I'm Patrick. Hi, I'm Emma. And we're like heaps cultured and love to watch movies. But we haven't seen the ones we should have. So we've parked ourselves on this double bed. And we're going to fill in the blanks by watching movies two at a time. And then we're going to have a chat about it for your benefit on this little podcast that we've called... Double Bed? Double Bill. Actually, be honest though, was my reference letter for you good? You wrote the most beautiful reference letter to me ever. Was it good? It was so good. And it was the perfect amount of like, he's amazing, but like backing off from the we're actually joined at the hip level yeah, of like. I stuck with the whole 10 years, I have known him for 10 years thing. Yeah. To kind of get onto that rather than be like, and I talk to him. He's one of only two people I talk to. Like, <laughs> that yeah. So, um, I mean, this is meant to be a cold open, but like we're just going to acknowledge that people are listening, I guess. Um, Emma wrote me a reference. <laughs> Emma wrote me a reference letter because I am um, applying for some like real estate. Real estate. I think estate. I would have figured that out if you didn't. I'm moving that. out, uh, moving out on my own, and um, I needed a, I needed a personal reference, and Emma wrote me one. It was and you so know what? beautiful. It was actually such a nice exercise. I felt like I was on a retreat. Oh my god! Yes. <gasps> Retreat. I felt like I was on retreat and I was oh, like trying affirmations. to do, was, it was like a creative writing task about you. Oh my god. I love and that. And I think now that I've done one for you, I should I do one should for do you. A mock one for me. <laughs> okay. I want to hear you see on paper nice nice words about me. It's a little bit of like at your own funeral, but on paper. Yeah, that's what I put on our socials. I, did you see what I put? <gasps> yeah, that's right. About being like, oh, I just know that the eulogy is going to go off. Standing ovation. (laughs) Yeah. Because Which, which, oh, you haven't seen it. Like the final season of, um, well, no, the final season. I think another season of, um, Search Party. There's very much, there's very much a situation that is like that, which is very funny. Yeah, right. I think, I think, I Mm. predict that you're going to die before me. Likely. I will get to deliver amazing eulogy. We'll have had like a 15-year estrangement somewhere. Why would you say that? Well, because, you know, just add a bit of spice into the into the pie. Don't say that. Okay. We don't need that kind of drama. No. <laughs> I will get up and if you could see me right now, I have my hands in the air. Like, I'm up. I'm at the lectern. Yep. I need a proper mic. Maybe I'll take this one with me. Oh, you've got one now. I've got one now. Maybe I'll take this one and I'll give my nod to for for the sound cue and it'll be amazing. Your nod, mate, it's going to be fully rehearsed and the stage manager is going to know when the cue is. True. I was just thinking there'd be an op. Callie Bartlett's yes. going to be up there. Yes. <laughs> ready to go. Yes. Ready to do it and I'll do the... Bartlett Bartley. What are we talking Bartley. about? There you go. You oh. always say Bartlett. I do. Like I do. Like you Mike. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Or Jed. Or Jed. <laughs> uh, Jed That's Bartlett. Right. Okay, give me a, a word or two, like a line. Give me a line of what you would say in your reference letter about me. Oh, okay, give like an opening. Um, yeah. are, are, we, are we still going with the, the guise of it being for real estate? Yeah, like something where you can't necessarily, necessarily let on hmm. just how close we are, but you have to okay. be like, I, Emma's, Emma's good folk mm, mm, okay so. um 
to whom it may concern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have known Emma Karmas for the better part of a decade. And in okay. that time... Oh, I don't know. Um, um, I have known her as a friend, as a colleague, as an employer, and as executor of my will. Yes. Um, in this time, I have always found to be her the most reliable, trustworthy... Um, You're just using words that I wrote for yours. But, like, they're the words you use, babe. Yeah. You know? But I meant it when I was saying it. I meant it when I'm saying it. Oh, good. You like, can be like, shock horror, we mean the same thing to each other. <laughs> can you believe it? You're like, oh, Particularly in the context of real estate. Hold on, a good one. Hmm. Be like, um, Emma housed, she's used her house as storage for <laughs> the crockery for the new house that I don't even have yet. <laughs> one time when I was moving house and I hadn't even set it on a place, I was buying new things for that house and storing them <laughs> in Emma's garage. Specifically fucking crockery that you could get at any time that we had to get it. Do you know how I described it to John? I was like, he was like, what did you do tonight? And I literally said, Patrick needed a hit. So we went to Broadway. <laughs> that you needed a hit. And he went to Target and he bought and crockery he for his house. He needed a hit. So we went to Target and got crockery. That's what happened. Just and then we recorded a podcast episode. Yeah. But like... The main bit was you got the crockery. I did. So good. And I keep forgetting about it. Every now and then I remember that you've got it and I have this little spark of joy. Yeah, and guess what? What? <laughs> the Dyson's going to be here in the mail in a couple of days. Oh <laughs> <laughs> did that I bought a Dyson and I was like, actually, I'm going to reroute, like, email the store being like, actually, can you send that to Emma's house? Um, Dead. I, I don't know if I said, I confirmed that's definitely on its way. Oh, you. good. Will you let me know when it's I shall now? let you know. Uh, Australia Post will send me a text message and I'll be like, oh, and it's guess coming. What? Like, I'll be at home. Well, that's it. We're all at home. We're all, I'll be here. Home, the home on the range. Dead. Yeah. Um, I might stop before I, you know, get a couch delivered to your house or something. Well, there's room. No. There's room because we've got grandma's. Don't open that door. But- the three-car garage. I don't know why. But I don't, like, oh. that's a thing that you just can't buy for a house not knowing where it's going into. You know what no. I mean? <laughs> All right, are you ready? I'm recording. <gasps> you oh can see it in front of your screen because you're recording as well. Well, I'm recording both of us. Oh, my God. I was about to say, I haven't fucking touched anything. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you are recording. No, I'm not. recording. I'm recording both of us. Oh, good. Thank God. Oh, thank God. I <laughs> Making podcasts in lockdown. Dead at the name of this application. It sounds like it's like feeding children in Africa. Clean feed. Yeah, like clean eating. Or clean, like chicken feed. Clean feed. <laughs> <laughs> the food for your cleaner friends. <laughs> clean feed. It's a stupid name. What's a stupid concept? Recording remotely. It's very, like, I, I miss seeing your face, you know? Do you? What do you, what do you look? Can you describe the bed for me? I miss the bed. Oh, the bed's behind me. Oh, okay. You're at the desk. Oh, oh look, I've set it up really nice because I thought we like our initial plan was to record this via Zoom so we could still have video content. Yeah, but guess what? I've got big gamer headphones on now. Yeah, no, true. 
We I don't, mean, we it's don't kind look. of funny how I look. I do. Um, let me take a picture, actually, that I can upload at a later date. Yeah, good, good, good. Everyone, so they can see. We could. I mean, I I don't want to complicate it, but we could always do the Zoom call and just mute it, and then we can like, no, let's not. No, no, we're not. The video that. content's not that important. It is funny though. I'm just taking. I'm taking selfies right now, so everyone oh, can see. Love that. Love that. Um, I'm in how's my your bed. lockdown? Go- You're in your bed. Yeah. Oh. I'm- didn't know if I was going to reveal that, but I'm in my bed. Well, this is the first time that our recording has actually taken place in and or on a bed. Yes, because you never normally sit on a bed because I'm always eating garlic. Yeah, I know. But also, just the way that we have to record doesn't... Yeah. Like, you can't record yes, in a bed. Yes, we sit on the end of the bed. Um, the well, the, we sit the next microphone's the always on the bed, which is Microphone's nice. on the bed, you know. Yeah. That's symbolic. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's Love beautiful. That. Oh, that's ritualistic. <laughs> How's your lockdown? How's working from home? Oh, look, I'm finding it all right. The first couple of days, I was like, what the hell is this? Um, I, I find the, mon- the, the morning, I find the morning quite hard, like getting up and doing it. Oh. Like I get up and at nine o'clock I'm in front of my computer. But when I yeah. am in front of my computer at nine o'clock in the office, I'm like, okay, off we go. And here it's like. Uh, right. You can't really hit the ground running. Yeah. Oh, but, see, I'm the opposite. The mornings go so quickly till about midday. And then the afternoon, I'm like, oh, I just want to, like, put on Bold and the Beautiful and Lord down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Afternoons are hard. Yeah. Um, I'm finding the time goes very quickly all the time. Oh, good. Like, That's the days good. are... I, I cannot believe that tomorrow is the end of the first week of this. It I feels know, like I've done this for, like, Friday. a day. I know. Um, it's been strange, but good. But how, how good that we can still watch movies and still record. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. Um, interesting, obviously though, people's, we've had to watch the movies separately. We have. So that's a, that's a first. Yeah. We've, well, no, it's not a first. We did this with your eyes, remember? Oh no, but we were in. We were still in the same we're room. We're still in the same room, just on different devices. <laughs> yeah. So this time it's like been completely separate. Yeah. So I actually have no idea. Of any of your thoughts yeah. about the films that we're and we watching And we haven't today. even... When did you even watch... When did you watch the movies? I watched Hunchback of Notre Dame last night. Okay. I watched it <laughs> this morning. This morning? Oh, yeah. okay. So it is fresh for you. Yeah, it is fresh. Fresher than... Um, th- fresher than Millie. Oh, I've still got the songs in my head. Oh, good. Oh, we'll Are get you to, ready we'll to get, get into we'll it? We'll get that in a second. Let's um, do it. This is so exciting. How wonderful. Do you know what? I'm going to have a glass of wine because you can't judge me for it because I'm here by myself. Are you kidding? You are not having a glass of wine. Well, I've got a bottle of wine that I need to drink, so why not? What do you mean, Patrick? What? <laughs> are you actually having a glass of wine? I've got water in my hand, but I've got the bottle of wine in front of me. I think I'll put pour a little glass just to help. Can you take a photo and show me? Yeah, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Patrick. Oh, let's talk about what films are we recording today? Oh, my God, you guys. It's The it's Hunchback of Notre Dame. Emma's 90s failings, anim- animation failings. Yeah. Um, that's that's the long sentence of it. So it's The Hunchback of Notre Dame and... Yeah. And The Prince of Egypt. Yay! Disney and DreamWorks. Beow, beow. Haven't seen fucking either of them. Yeah. I've seen both. I watched... Do you know what? Watching The Hunchback, we, we'll get to it. I, like muscle memory, know this film. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, was anticipating lines and, like, knew all the rhythms and everything. Like, I must have watched it a lot as a kid. Is there... I, I think I know why I've never seen these. Hmm. And I think the reason is because there's no princess. 
Oh, we we'll get to that. No, we're get, we're shooting our load early. Let's get to that later. No, but I'm I'm explaining yeah, why okay. I've never seen them. Well, I think I've never seen them because there's no princess. And Esmeralda is the princess-like figure in that. Yeah, but she's not a princess. She's a gi- she's a gypsy. She's not a princess. Well, that, we'll so get, like we'll get to that being a racial slur, but we'll get we'll get there. Yes. Yeah, I'm saying the word that they say in the movie. Yeah. But as a kid, mm. I wouldn't have wanted to watch Scary Hunchback Man. I would have wanted to watch Belle. Like, sure. So I think that's why I've never seen these. And Prince of Egypt, like, you know, go go down Moses. Your way down Egypt land. It's not. It's not attractive to a a child. Okay. Sure. Yep, yep, I hear it. I think that's why I haven't seen them. Okay. Well... But um, my family were extremely surprised that I told them that I hadn't seen these, especially my cousins were, like, losing it that I hadn't seen Hunchback, especially. Yeah, because it's, it's fucking staple. Yeah, they were so surprised. They actually wanted me to watch it with them a couple of weeks ago, and I had to say no because I knew I was saving it for <gasps> oh, this. Oh, my goodness. I know. Uh, like, they just brought it up or that you told them that you hadn't seen it and they were like, we've got to watch we... it. We were flicking through all the streaming services trying to, like, we were seeing uh, a movie, yeah. movie night, yeah. trying to find a movie to watch together, and it came up. Is this the and movie then, night where you went to the chicken place in your pajamas? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that night. I was so annoyed. Mm. Um, yes. Where they delivered me a bag of fucking cooked capsicum, the one food I don't eat, the wrong order, for Ryan instead of Christian. That's me pouring some wine, by the way. I can hear that wine. Oh, ASMR, ASMR. No, it's not ASMR. It's like background. I can hear it. Stop. Patrick. Stop it. Stop slurping, you filth. Oh, my God. Pig. You're not meant to you slip dirty, wine like dirty that. Pig. Dirty pig. Um, well, let, hey, look, let's get into the po- podcast. <gasps> let's do we? it. You're going to be hammered after this 15 seconds of the Hunchback plays. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tanked. Ooh, Dissy! <laughs> yes, Quasi, get your life, honey. Quasimodo is literally the stupidest name. But okay, anyway. we'll get to it. Okay. Okay, roll tape. Even this foul creature may yet prove one day to be of use to me. And Frollo gave the child a cruel name. A name that means half full. Quasimodo. Now, here is a riddle to guess if you can sing the bells of Notre Dame. Who is the monster and who is the man? Sing the bells, bells, bells. Notre Dame was released in 1996. It was written by Tab Murphy and about 40 other people and directed by Gary Truesdale and Kirk Wise. It stars Demi Moore, Jason Alexander, Mary Kay Bergman, Corey Burton and Tom Hulse. Is that how you say his name? Hulse. Hulse? Yeah, Tom Hulse. Yeah, cool. Um, I would also like to give Nerdable Mention to someone that I want to talk about a lot and I know you will too. Yeah. Mary Wicks, R.I.P. Mary Wicks, rest Beautiful in Mary peace. R.I.P. Yeah. 
Um, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. What are those? Um, I just don't even know where to begin with this one. Do you know what? Okay, so you've not seen it before. No. I've seen it. I have not seen it probably in like 15 years, I want to, okay. I reckon. Maybe even longer. It is embedded in my body somewhere deep in there. Like. Is it because of the score, do you think? The whole, the whole thing. All the underscore. Like right now. I can hear a section of the film playing in my head. That's like but that's Mary Wick's voice talking. Brain. Nobody wants to be cooped up here forever. Like Oh wow. Like it's it's just in my head. And like I knew all the things oh anyway. It was weird. Oh wow. I could have that's almost cool. done the whole film. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um I went into mm. this knowing Yeah. Nah thing. Mm. All I knew about really was that there was a character called Quasimodo, and obviously because I live in this world, I know what he looks like. Yeah. But that's it. That's all. I'm not even kidding you. That's all I knew. It even <sighs> took me a second to realise that it would be set in France because of Notre Dame. Like, I knew nothing. Yeah. Um, I knew none of the characters. I didn't know who was in it. I knew nothing. It was really, really good. And you... Oh, you liked it? Patrick, how yeah. can I not like this film? It's really good, right? How does it only have a 6.9 on IMDb? This film is fantastic. Do you know what? It's really fucking dark. I didn't. It's so dark. I. It never hit. Like, it's one of those things where you see as a kid and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. And now as an adult, I'm like, what the hell? Those those hooded figures in red cloaks singing mea culpa, mea culpa, that is like, honestly, that's going to haunt me in my life. Well, that's brains. just Catholicism. That's pretty haunting to start with. That's right. Know? That's already. That's already in there. So, Ugh. so good. This film is so good. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you liked it that much. How could I not like it? The score is amazing. The, the score songs... is bomb. Have they turned it's this so into a good. musical? They're like, no, they haven't. There's like a, a like a non-Broadway Disney version of it. Like a oh. kind of like a off-Broadway thing. I think it's one of those things that like kind of right. went straight to amateur rights. Right. Naturally, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's never it's never been like a Broadway Disney show. I think they're kind of planning to, but haven't announced yet a live action adaptation of it. Oh, that I've read. Josh Gad has his like um his claws <laughs> on because he it's his favorite Disney film. Of course, and he's gonna be Quasimodo. He wants to be Quasimodo, correct? Hmm. What do you think of him as an actor? Hit and miss. One I note. Don't think he's that good no i think as a person he seems quite nice yeah and he's just very one note so one note like fat best friend <clears throat> oh, she said it well that's what he plays that's mm-hmm. the whole thing he did it from his very first role on broadway yeah true story true story anyway um, um can, we, mm, mm. can we please talk yeah. about this score and the music let's the do music the let's general. let's get the plot out of the way and let's keep it real brief all right, go forth. Quasimodo. Okay, so based on the novel by Victor Hugo, obviously. Yes. And, like, I'm sorry, why are there one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine? There are over 30 people credited on IMDb as having written the story. Is that just because they all work for Disney? Yeah, I'm totally. So that many yeah. people write every, every Disney film and then just one person takes the bullet for it, you know what I mean, most of the time? Right. So Tab Murphy, <clears throat> I think, is the one who really did 
Like, he's got credited as... I mean, they all... Yeah, story by, where the others have story, and he's listed up just above Victor Hugo, so I'm going to go with him as being the This story. is also the first film I've... Maybe it's the first film I've dived into in so much detail that's been an animated film, but, like, really specifics on who was leading the team of animators for each character. Oh. I've seen a lot of. And even in the credits, when it got to the, like, crediting all the animators, it did it by character. And, like, each character was, like, its own department almost. Yeah. Interesting. That's cool. That is um, interesting. Anyway, let's talk about the plot and then we can get into the ins and outs. So, the, for okay. so we are, you know, it's 1482 in Paris. <laughs> did that come up somewhere? No, I just know that it oh. is 1482. Duh. <laughs> I was like, did I miss a title no. card again? Is this me? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> no, uh, it's 1482. Um, yeah. It opens with a, like, a... 20 years ago kind of thing in 1482, yep. which is um by our lovely narrator or narrator, um, whose name is, I always forget, I'm bad at names, Klopam, um, who is the, the, the leader of the, I'm just going to use the word gypsies. We'll get to that. Um, <clears throat> and he's talking about back in the day and the they were kind of running and... Uh, Judge Frollo, who's the kind of like the town leader, I guess, like kind of the mayor kind of figure. Yeah, and it seems like his character changed, was developed a bit. So initially he was meant to be like Archbishop style, I think. I remember reading Archbishop. Oh, no, so in, 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 the in the novel, the baddie dude is the Archbishop. Isn't that who he is, Frollo? No, Judge Frollo is like the town, like the political leader. Yeah, but he was meant to be art connected to the church. And meant to be Archbishop. But for the movie, they removed it in completely from the church and he's more political. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm saying but he was meant to be Archbishop and connected to the church. Well, in the book he is. It's not that oh he's meant God. to be. Yes, keep going. I'm saying in the book he is. Yes. And in the film, he was never meant to be in the film. No, I think they changed it. I think he was. Oh, okay, and they sure. Changed it. So dissonant, yeah. so dissonant. Yeah. Um, he... Chases down this little family of Romani people, also known as gypsies. Um, can you can you like tell me what the what the correct term for gypsy is? The people are, are Romani or Romani of Romani. descent okay, gotcha. or Roma. Okay. Um, and he chases them down, and they're holding a little baby with them, and he throws the woman on the ground, and she hits her head and dies. With blood, blood, <laughs> blood and death in the first few minutes, and it's night time. So it's I'm night scared. time, and she's like, Ugh, and the and the actual archbishop goes to her aid, and he's like, oh my gosh, she dead, and he's got like blood on his hands. This is a Disney film rated G, everybody. How cute is the actual archbishop? He's really sweet. Yeah, and Judge follows like, what's this? A baby, and he's like, oh, you do that well, oh, and um, well. and then looks at Cosimodo, who is you know has physical deformities. Physical differences. Did he and, get the um, physical differences when he was thrown? No, he was born born with them. Oh, okay. This is a theory. I read this. It's this is this is deep dive. Um, the color of Cosimodo's skin is quite different to the color of the skin of his parents. Um, and at the time, if you were born with disabilities or physical differences, like in the, in that era, you were born known as a changeling. And what people would do would be like, oh, this is actually meant for the forest. And they would take the baby out and leave it in the forest. Oh, my God. Um, and quite often, Romani people would 
collect these babies and raise them if they found them. So there's a theory that the parents of Quasimodo are not actually his birth parents. They just found him in the forest as a changeling. That is so cool. Yeah. Um, Anyway, point being, Dodge Frollo finds the baby, goes, oh, and he goes to throw it down a well. And then the archbishop says, no. And he says, just uh, like you, this is the most unforgivable thing you could possibly even do. And then Judge Follow gets a little bit of fear of God in him for the first time ever and goes, okay, but you've got to keep him in the church and I'll take responsibility also, for him. how great is this opening number? <clears throat> it is, is fucking bomb. It's Alan Menken has said yeah, it. it's his favourite opening song he's ever yeah. written. It's so good. And I so can see good. why. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. And it was originally supposed to just be spoken and then like on like the fourth go, they were like, okay, let's make it a song. And then they were like, yeah. yes. It works. It's so, such a good opening. Yeah, I get goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah, I know. Um, and so this is the backstory. He, it's Quasimodo and he is the bell ringer at Notre Dame and lives up in the bell tower and Judge Frollo is kind of his guardian and checks on him. But he just yeah. he just hangs up there and doesn't talk to anyone. And in the Disney version, <clears throat> he has three friends who are gargoyles. Not technically gargoyles. Gargoyles are the ones on the side of the building that are like the drain pipes, like they the water comes what out of their mouth. What are mouths. you talking about? They're gargoyles. They're not actually gargoyles. Gargoyles. That's what they're meant to be. No, they're meant to be. There's this other thing, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a statue to ward off evil spirits. Oh, okay. Gargoyles are attached to the building and have the drain pipe. Like Judge Frollo, spoiler alert, at the end, dies holding one. The ones yeah. that like stick out and they they gotcha. have the open mouth and the water comes out. Yes. <clears throat> Because gargoyle comes from the word gar- gar- No, it's the chair. Oh. <laughs> it's just, I'm so much closer to the microphone. Um, <laughs> um, and, yeah, because the word gargoyle comes from the word gargle. As in, like, yes. blah, blah, blah. As yes. in, hang on, I'll do it with some wine. No, I won't. I'll just drink oh, some. Don't you fucking dare. Spill it all over yourself. I'm just drinking it. It's fine. Um, Can I guess what you're wearing? Yeah, please. You, you've seen me. We just tried no, to zoom I before. I did not look at you. I lo- saw you from the neck up. Sure. You're wearing the green country road jumper. Yes. Oh. That's my at-home jumper. That's what I've been and wearing last week. are you wearing week. your at-home pants? I'm wearing some tracker dacks, yeah. And some yeah. slippers. Yeah, got it. I went for a work, a, a socially distanced and COVID safe walk with some of my colleagues at lunch today. And I was wearing like light blue jeans, boots and this jumper. And they were like... Oh, we didn't know who it was. It was you, and I was like, oh, "I'm not wearing my uniform." Wow, it's <laughs> amazing. Wow, what a cool story. Okay, keep going. Uh, so, Hunchback. Um, Frollo. Is so he li- he lives in the tower, and he yeah, he's, he lives in the tower. Uh, he... And so now it's fifteen oh. Who gives a fuck? Two. Fifteen oh two. Fifteen oh two. Um, he's he's twenty years old. It's twenty years old. Why on. does this matter? I'm just giving context, ditch. Um, he is a hunchback of Notre Dame. He lives in... <laughs> he, he might even, in fact, be the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> he lives at the top of Notre Dame. He's the um, bell ringer. Yeah. His friends you know are... what? I didn't actually even realise he was the fucking bell ringer for yeah, so right. long. Um, that didn't click. I just thought he was living there. I didn't realise that was his job. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Yes, no. That no, took so long. Until he was showing Esmeralda all the bells, I was like, fuck, that's his, that's his occupation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he haunts the tower and everyone knows he's there. Like the town people know he's up there. Yeah. He's and like how can they not? Because in this, in this film, he's fucking climbing the steeples and 
skirting down the sides. I have written and, this down as a note. Yeah. What a good climber is what I wrote. Oh, he's agile. That's his whole life. All he does is a climb. And I'm kind of jealous, like low-key jealous of how well he climbs. He's so strong good. for pulling those big bells. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That hump is so big. Oh, that he, hump. Oh. That hump. But he, he is so a, a climber. He's a climber. He's a little grappler. Jumping. He's a <laughs> He's a little grappler. He's like jumping from, from steeple to steeple. Yeah. No one can stop him. No wonder these people must just Don't look up at him and be now. like, who is this random like? What the, I just had this be? thought when he did that whole opening number, like out there. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. Such a great number. They're fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, probably the best song in this movie, actually. Really. I think so. Um, and like we're watching him like do all this thing, and like surely someone's gonna look up at Notre Dame because it's like that's a building you look at, and just be like, oh, there he is, going for his I daily, mean, <laughs> his yeah. daily parkour. <laughs> Well, do you know what? a little humpback daily parkour. Well, Emma, parkour is a French word. Is it? It is. French oh, cool. people invented it. Parkour. Parkour. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. I've written 100%. that. I've written that as a note. Parkour in caps. <laughs> it's like at some point, of course, but also the way that it's animated, they make Notre Dame look really, really tall. And so when he's looking Bitch, down, it is tall. I, I know I've seen Especially it in 1502, like I've every other building was like, life. I know, but I'm saying, especially in 1502, it would have been like the tallest building in the world. Oh, that's a good point. Everything else is like shanty yeah. down below. That's a good point. But I guess in the animation, they're hyping it up as well to yeah. be like, look at him looking down on everyone. He he has no access to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, so he's up there. He's having a great old time. And this is the next number out there. Out That's there. In the order of the plot. This is an absolute <laughs> banger of a song. It's so good. Do people sing this as their like audition song? Yeah, it's in people's books. I I think it's fantastic. I think it's a great number. And even the animation is fantastic in this. Like he's just jumping yeah. from steeple to steeple, not a care in the world. Yeah. Greatly, I mean, we'll get to, uh, well, maybe we won't, maybe this is the time we talk about it, but the animation in the film. This is, I think, one of the first movies that Disney started using more CGI. Oh. Because this is like 96, so it's like the year after Toy Story, I yes, want to say. it is. And Pixar, Disney were not. Pixar. Pixar and Disney were not uh, no, they best mates yet. yet, but they were friendly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they used a lot of CGI in this film. Yes, right. Mm, 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 mm. That's interesting to know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Please. Can you guess mm. how many Oscar nominations Alan Menken has? So for anyone out oh. there who doesn't know who Alan Menken is, go and fucking... Do your homework. Go and... Go and I was going to say me, man. Um, <laughs> Alan Menken is, in my opinion, one of the top, like, three... Uh, composers in the world. Oh, okay. Wow, that's big. Do you not think he is? I mean, composers generally? No. Okay. Composers for film. Musical theatre songwriters for film? Yeah, probably top five. That's a bit specific. Well, that's... that's, Maybe top five. If you want to put him in a top five, then that's how specific you've got to get. He's not up there. Okay. He's, can you he's guess right. how many Oscars? Can you guess how many Oscars he's been nominated for? So this is someone um, who mainly does does music yeah. on stage. Seven. 
Patrick, he's been nominated for 18 Oscars. 18? Can you believe? Oh 18 Oscars. God. And he has won eight. Do you know what? He kind of doubles up because he's probably getting best score and best song. Sometimes, A couple of yes. times, yeah. Yes, sometimes, yes. Uh, Correct. True, true. Um, How does that work? He, so he got the one Oscar nomination for this film. Yes. Which was for and best original score or musical uh, comedy. Yes. Because they were divided back for... in the day. It was for best original music, music, musical or comedy. And what beat it? Like, what could possibly have beat it? I don't know. I don't care. Okay, through the magic of editing, we have taken a quick breather because Emma had to change rooms in her house because uh, everyone else was going to bed. People go to sleep so fucking early. 10 o'clock, can you believe? And um, it's much echoier, so that's that's why. And um, I have, in that time, magically remembered, using my phone, um, who won that category at the Oscars, and it was Emma. Emma who? As in the film Emma, uh, composed by uh, Rachel Portman. A woman. A woman. But Rachel Portman, she's cool. She did Chocolat. Never heard of her. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, she's a pretty accomplished film composer. I think she's won okay. another... Oscar actually. Oh. She's <clears throat> she's good people like her. Okay. Um someone in my music class played some music from Chocolat for their HSC, so I know her pretty well. Chocolat is so wanky. Is it? It's such a wanky film. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I it is. So. I studied it. I studied film. it at school. Oh. Yeah. I can't remember really? why. I can't think why, but okay. we studied it. Anyway, um and also in the category was The First Wives Club by Mark Scheiman. Mark putting his two cents everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, James and the Giant Peach, Randy Newman. Which oh, is fuck a, off, Randy. It's a weird film. Well, how nice is it that Mark and Alan were nominated together? Yeah. Don't you normally know no, you're think, you're thinking Steve Alan Schwartz. and Stephen Schwartz, who, Soz, who were was both nominated together. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, they did together. Uh, and also our friend, my boo, Hans Zimmer, for The Preacher's Wife. He is just incredible, Hans. Yeah. And just for fun... Because uh, they, for some reason, split this one category into dramatic and comedy or, or musical. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, like, the other categories weren't, apart from Beth Film. Did they do it for film as well? No, they didn't. No. That's really strange that this category was split. Yeah. Um, best dramatic score was The English Patient by Gabrielle Yard. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, we have an Australian in that category that year. He did not win. Who? But our friend David Hirschfelder, who's a Sydney-based oh, yes. composer, for Shine. Yes, good one. Mm. Yes. And that would have been, did Jeffrey win for that year? Did he? I think. Um, he did. He won the Oscar. Oh, did he? For Shine, yeah. And then and Francis McDormand won for Fargo. Yes. Good year. Good oh, year. Good year for film. God, the 90s were good. Yeah, um, so good. Long and the short of the plot, we won't get into it, is basically um, the Fe- Feast of Fools, Festival of Fools. Uh, it's one day of the year. This is a real thing that happened back in the day where oh. they would elect a false pope for the day or like a, a, elect a false king. And like everyone would switch roles. So all the poor people would be bosses and all the rich people would be like poor for the day. And it was like... You know, like upside down day, I guess. Um, and Quasimodo, <laughs> it is. And Quasimodo went amongst the people and was discovered. And everyone was like, "Oh my God, he's the ugliest one here!" And then he was shown some kindness by 
Esmeralda. Yeah. Uh, uh, a Romani woman who has a, 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 a pet goat, Jali. Jali. Yeah. And earlier we had seen the new captain come in from the war because Frollo had called him in to help take care of the gypsies. Um, How unattractive is this man, by the way? Oh, well, oh who? The, the captain. Oh, Captain Phoebus. Yeah, yeah he's not great. Phoebus Captain Von Trapp. Don't you think he's so <laughs> ugly? Yeah, he's not, he's not pretty. He's very jolly. He's so unattractive. Square. Anyway, he's there as well. And basically Frollo gets humiliated and is like, I will kill the gypsies. And she's like, bye. Woof, and does some magic tricks and disappears. And then later on Frollo comes upstairs and is like, bitch, you helped her escape. And okay, we don't need to go through it frame by frame. I'm skipping the surface here. Yeah, like Ben Foley came upstairs. <clears throat> to Basically. Talk... <laughs> anyway, Hunchback and Cosimodo and Esmeralda form a little friendship up in the tower. Oh, because em- Esmeralda has to hide. Has to hide. She Sanctuary! Yeah, she has to hide. Um, out and he tower. helps her escape. And then Old Mate's like, oh, I'm onto you. And then. What happens? Oh, then Frollo goes to burn down a mill with some people inside it. And Captain breaks rank to save the people from the fire. And Old Mate orders his execution and instead... And Cosimodo has helped Esmeralda. Yeah, so Esmeralda Esmeralda saves Captain and brings Captain to the tower. And he's like, can you hide him and keep him safe? Yeah. And then meanwhile... The, uh, Frollo comes to Cosimodo and is like, I know where the gypsies are. I'm going to go and kill them all with a thousand men in the morning. And not. Yes, because he, that's the whole point is that Frollo doesn't know where the gypsies live. He's been looking for like 20 years. And old mate, Hunchback, has the secret to know how to find where they are because he's got Can a little locket. I just locker. say, why is this a theme that Victor Hugo used to write into all of his novels? That someone is like on the hunt and looking for someone for 20 years? I don't know, it must be a big thing in France back in the day. Is that not the exact same thing that in Les, Les Miserables? Yeah. Les Miserables? Like, literally, yeah. he was looking on the hunt and looking at and they were both in the same city. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go, Vic. Let it go. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, Cosimodo goes, oh, shit, we better go warn them. And old mate's getting better. Oh, by the way, in the meantime, when old mate gets shot through the arrow and then all of a sudden... Esmeralda and the captain are on. They are making out in front of Cosimodo, who has a crush on Esmeralda. She's the only person who's ever shown him kindness. And he's like, oh, okay. And goes into full, like, um, full bloody, like, Cyrano de Bergerac mode of, like, I'm too ugly. I'll just help this other guy get with the girl I want <laughs> kind of mode. Yeah. Anyway, Cosimodo goes, okay, I'm going to go save the gypsies. And I he tracks down where they are in the, um, what's it called? The... Uh, the the thing the pith of miracles or the 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 city of miracles or wherever they are. Oh yeah, where they're hiding. Yeah, um, and he's like, Frollo's coming. He's gonna get you all. And he's like, Here I am. I didn't know where they were, but you led me straight to them. Thanks, Quasimodo. And he's yeah. like, Oh no. Um, and then suddenly the whole of Paris is on fire. <laughs> There's just like, and I don't know how this happens. Is this just because Frollo's gone nuts? Frollo captures Esmeralda and he's going to do like public execution where he burns her to death and everything's starting to burn. He's just kind of gone crazy with power and he's trying to like, let's, let's be frank, Emma. This film is about genocide. 
he is trying to systematically execute an entire race of people. Yeah, wearing eyeliner the whole time. <laughs> Like um, so there's a lot of fire and I'm sure French people are triggered by this film now. There's lots of fire around Notre Dame. I am triggered by this film. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Notre Dame when it was burning. Oh no, I B- burnt. burnt. Um, and anyway, Quasimodo rescues Esmeralda, swings down on his little Tarzan rope, brings yep. it up at the top and goes, Sanctuary! Sanctuary. And honestly, I like got hard hearing him yell sanctuary like that. Like yeah, holding yeah, yeah. holding her over his head. Oh my god. And goodness. the way he yells that, it was so nice. Oh, so good. Oh. Um Rhythmic, t- takes her in and old mate Frollo's like, absolutely not, I don't care about the church. I'm just gonna barge in now. Meanwhile, Quasimodo's got like hot bloody oil on the boil with all his little his little his little <laughs> gargoyle mates have been like it's cool. We've got we've got all this oil sorted, and they pour it into the water system of Notre Dame. So the actual gargoyles, instead of spitting out water, start spitting like I guess hot oil or like metal or liquid metal yeah. or something. I thought it was oil. And everyone's like ah, and runs away because it's fucking hot oil. Meanwhile, there's a showdown. Um, of course, it's a Disney film. Up the top, we get back and forth, back and forth. Cosimo's Esmeralda's holding on to Cosimo, who's about to drop, and then. Frollo is about to get him and he goes, he quotes a little Bible verse and then yeah, it breaks and he falls to his death, which is a great way of Disney villains dying, of course. It's a very 90s Disney film. Yeah. It's it's all very, it's same like Lion King from like two years before it, you know? Um, And it's the same as fucking Beauty and the Beast. Gaston yeah, falling yeah, to his death. Like yeah, it's, it's like yeah. a, it's a, it's very, do you know what? It's a Disney way to die because it means someone doesn't have to do it. Like it's yes. like an accident and it's their fault. Yes, that's such a good point. It's not intentional for anyone. Like accident, yes, like, oh, oh, oh no, ah, and falling to your death. It's like a blameless death. It's an awful accident, yes. but like good, deserved. You know Especially what I mean? Especially when the hero then tries to save them, but they just can't hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, so right. it's, it's, it's a very PC death. And so you get it a lot in Disney films. Um... Lion King, they old mate got thrown to his death. That was pretty full on. I think that would have been pretty intense. Scar, yeah. A lion. yeah. Yeah, through Mufasa into the stampede. Through him. Through him with him in him, in the unity of the spirit. <laughs> You've watched this movie too many times. Um, no, that's just me quoting the mass, mate. Um anyway. He's dead. Can I and, can I say? Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah he's no, dead. no. What's very strange is that the townspeople are like, "Yes, kill the gypsies," and then suddenly they're like, "Ah, Frollo's evil." So when Frollo jumps to his death, and and Quasimodo, yeah. I guess with the biggest voice there's ever been in the world, stands on top of this building and goes, "Hey, everyone, he's dead," and everyone goes, "Yay!" and puts out the fire. But the same. But they do the same thing with Quasi himself. They are like so, not into him. Oh, they yeah, yeah. They literally bully him and then all of a sudden they're like, yay, Quasi, we're going to put you on our shoulders and walk through the streets of Paris. I've, ri- I've written this as a note and it happens at the beginning as well with the Feast of Fools as well where yes. they're like, oh, God, he's hideous. And they're like, oh, actually, he's the ugliest. He wins. And then one person throws a tomato and suddenly everyone's like, let's tie him down. I know. And they have this massive thing. I know. I don't get it. It's it's the most group mentality mob. And like, yeah. And then at the end, I thought it was so funny when they were all like, there to be like, yeah, burn the witch, burn the witch. And then suddenly they're like, ah, oh, kill him. And he's dead. And then they're like, yay, we love you, witchy poo. 
Did you love the Wizard of Oz reference? So good. I thought of you. Oh. And I was so sad that I wasn't watching it with you when it happened. Fly, oh, my pretties. So fly. It's so good. And it's the, the score even changes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so good. Um, and then um, at the end, um, old mates are together because Cosimoto does this weird thing where he's like, no, I have written this down. Here you are. You are united. He and puts I've written, their hands together. Yeah, in like a kind of now Celtic kiss. Celtic wedlock. No, it's like when I would make my Barbies kiss. Now kiss. Like it's yeah. literally... It's Serrano de Bergerac. And then yes. and then they go downstairs and everyone's like, Woohoo! Yay! You're great! And then Esmeralda comes in and stoops down to bring Cosimoto out. And then he comes out and he's like, Ooh, ooh the light's so bright! Ugh. Even though he's like outside all the fucking time up on the building, up the top. Um, he comes out and everyone's like, and then a little girl comes up and is like, oh, you're a bit cute. And starts patting him like a dog. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, he's okay. Well, because if the children accept him, him, then it must be okay. The innocence of a child. <sighs> um, but everyone pats him like a dog. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, they carry him up on their shoulders and he's finally part of the people. And, you know, Frollo's gone and he gets everything he wanted. And old mates are together and zoom out. The end. And they, like, literally carry him off into the sunset. Yeah. Literally the sunset. Do you know what? Yeah. I have, I have some things to say about this mm, film. Mm. I think it is fantastic, but I don't think it would have been as good if it wasn't for the score and the music. Yeah, of course. That definitely makes it. The, the score is amazing compared to the story, which is still really good, but it's it doesn't really hold a candle to the music. The music is fantastic. Yeah. Do you know the original ending of the story? No. So the original ending of the story is it's pretty much faithful to the book right up until the confrontation between Frollo and everyone on top of the tower. Frollo kills Cosimodo, or like mortally wounds him. And then Esmeralda's like, no, and she kills him. And then Esmeralda and the captain find Cosimodo dying and they're like... Oh my God, he's dying. He's like, I just want to ring the bells one more time. And they help him up and he like rings the bells and dies. Oh my God. <laughs> Dark. I think I prefer that ending. It's pretty cool though, isn't it? But you can't have that in a Disney film, you know? Especially a film where we'll get into it. It's already very dark and they're already having to rewrite and reshoot and re-record and redo bits to keep it a G-rated film. I think if you were going to do that in any <clears throat> Disney film, though, this is the one where you can just kind of go, nah, fuck it, we're changing the ending. Yeah. And making it darker. This well, film I'm, is so dark. I mean, like, because this is this is in the 90s where they were, like, ripping out all these films from, like, kind of classic source materials. Like, you know, The Little Mermaid, Hans Christian Andersen. Yes, yes. Then that story is not fucking, and she gets legs and is happy, bitch. She fucking turns to foam on a rock. Really? You not know this? No. She loses her voice. And blah, 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 and, like, is tragedy, and she, like, doesn't get what she wants because old mate goes off with an actual woman, and so she throws herself on the rock and turns to foam. The end. Oh, my God. Yeah. The foam bit is, like, like water foam. Oh, my yeah. God. Jeez. I like sea foam. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Um, there we go. <laughs> Let's talk about how dark this film is. Let's talk about this. Let's start with talking about, yes, and let's start by talking about its villain, so Frollo. So he is the darkest thing in this film. He is literally, I think, 
best villain ever. Like Disney made him. They made him to be because like all of the villains were getting this kind of like yeah we like the villains they're kind of cool thing, (laughs) and they made him deliberately to be like no one could possibly be like oh he's cool you know what I mean. Ah well Disney and you know what he's fucking cool. (laughs) But like kids. Like you know, like you know, like um, oh yeah, sure, sure, like sure. uh, what's her name? Like um, like Ursula. Ursula was fucking cool. Yeah. And Jafar was really cool. Yes. I think Jafar yes, came off. No, Jafar came before because there was an Aladdin reference in this film. Yes. Um. Yeah, they're all cool, you know, yeah. and sexy, yeah. and fun. Or you kind of like you pity them, or you um. Yeah. Like they they embarrass themselves. Like if you yeah. think of Gaston, like you you are like oh ha ha, what an idiot! Like, you know, he's but you so can cool you can buy like, you know, like it's not unseeming to think of like Ursula merchandise, like a backpack for yes. kids has got. But you, can you imagine a Frollo sneeze. backpack? Sneeze! Uh-huh. Oh my god! Le petit mot. Much? Yes, you could buy Ursula merch. That's right. You would go to her dressed up as a go as a party dressed up as her. Yeah. Yeah. Going to Frollo yeah. dressed up as a party, dressed up as Frollo in a party. I feel like that would be like a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And he's wearing a fucking cloak, like. Yeah, and I can't imagine like a backpack for kids that's like Frollo. <laughs> but I can imagine an Ursula one. You know what I mean? This political figure of the town. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's and really he's funny. so ugly. I've written here, Frollo's face is just so awful. The way it moves is hideous. The way it's never still. When it's a shot of him reacting, and it's not just him going, ugh, it's like, ugh, yeah, like yeah. morphing. The only thing I'm not buying yeah. is his name. They gave him a terrible name. His well, name sounds like Froyo. It sounds like frozen yogurt. Well, that wasn't existing in 1502, and that was the name of the character, darling, so... Too bad. But Frollo. Frollo sounds like Frollo. the sidekick fish. It doesn't sound like... Sure. Come um, on. Do you know who I think he looks like? Go. The hideous love child of B. Arthur and Alan Cumming. <laughs> <laughs> that is spot on, Bevan. Oh, uh, no, right? I'm good. I'm good like that. Well, he has, like, B. Arthur's height and he has... Alan and her hair eyes. and her weird, like, kind of, like gaunt long face yeah that yeah. is so fucking funny <laughs> oh my god he's uh, he's such a great villain and it just makes the film so dark can we talk about hellfire hellfire the darkest hellfire. song in the disney songbook and they did re-edited it so many times to make it less dark but at the same time we're like no it just has to be like this yeah um, it's a song so about like it's a, wanting well, he's, to he's wanting guilty. to do the dirty yeah but he's he's feeling guilt as well yeah. Have you read that thing where he like goes through all seven, he talks about going through all seven um, sins, deadly sins? No. Yeah. Right. I can't remember it in detail, but basically like you can analyze it where he like experiences all the sins at once in this song. Wow. Okay. Because he's singing about wow. how bad he wants to do Esmeralda, but he wants to kill her and he wants her to himself and he's like proud of how awful he is and all that kind of shit. The the hooded figures wearing red cloaks yeah. and singing Mea Culpa, Mea Culpa, that is literally the scariest thing I've ever seen in a Disney film. Yeah, right. That is terrifying. They're all right. And there's hell? And we're talking? Yeah, fire, hellfire. the word hellfire, hellfire? Yeah. Like, in America, that's a words. curse word. I know. I think it even says the word damnation. <gasps> I know. Damnation? 
Yeah. You can't say those words. I know. It's a bit much. Oh, oh my God, I finished that whole glass of wine. It's a really nice one. You'll have to try it next time you're over. It's really lovely. I'm going to get some more of it. Shut it's, up. It's, it's, a French, um, it's a French Pinot Noir. It's really lovely. Can we talk about Mary Wicks? Let's talk about Mary Wicks and the fact that I never knew that that gargoyle was a woman. <laughs> you didn't know it was her? I didn't know it was a woman. I thought it was a man. I thought it was like, oh, old Marvin. You know what I mean? <laughs> no way. I, I mean, her voice is so distinctive. So she is like veteran actress of oh. a million years. She passed away. Where would um, I, before they finished making it. Yeah, she passed away before the end of this film. And so they actually had to get a voice actor in mm. to impersonate her voice yes. to film the rest. Who then did the sequel. There's a sequel to this film. Yes. And can you imagine being that poor, poor voice actor? I can hear you pouring more wine, Patrick. What do you mean? I'm not pouring more wine. Can you imagine being that voice actor <laughs> being like, I'm playing Mary Wicks, playing someone else, playing a gargoyle? Yeah. But at, that's, at least they're kind of like acknowledging that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. back in the so, day, like, this is how we're getting around back it. in the day when old mate did all those sessions where she was singing for all the Disney princesses and never got any credit for it. Lisa Longa. No, like I'm talking like Snow White, like the fifties. <gasps> oh yes, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> me just thinking. Someone <laughs> give me Lisa Longa. <laughs> Lisa Longa. Um, who did she play in Disney? Is she Mulan? Lisa Longa. Yeah. She's Mulan. Oh, she's and Mulan. She's... Yeah. Um, Mulan, and I think she's someone else. Yeah, I feel like... No, I think she's oh, just she's the one. Been in, she's been in Moana as well, not as Moana, but I think she uh, was someone else. Yeah, right. Um, Let me quickly... I love, I love a Broadway actress with a leading Disney voice role. Like, like who? Like um, Pocahontas, who is... Oh, tip my tongue. Oh, oh my God. Leah Songa is Jasmine in Aladdin. Oh, Jasmine. Well. Yes. So, so she's Mulan in Mulan. She's Jasmine yeah. in Aladdin. Who's Pocahontas? Oh, it's just on the tip of my tongue. Judy Coon. Judy Coon, thank you. It's Judy Coon. Judy Coon. Oh, so good. Yes, we love that. Yeah, love her. Oh my God, Mel Gibson played John Smith. Yeah, didn't you know that? No, I've never who... seen Pocahontas, oh, Patrick. God. Pocahontas is another banger, another Mankin wonderful film. Oh, I know the music. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. At least you know that. I think my um, old singing teacher, I, I think I did. I think I covered. I covered. I think I covered. Um, Colors of the Wind. Do you know whatever yeah, do yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's classic. I feel like that's one of those songs that gets co-opted by Catholics to be like, it's kind of about God. Let's just sing that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that. But you know how they co-opt these songs? They're well, like, oh, that's kind of Jesus-y. Joseph and the technique, they hear color and... I think Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Or it's kind of about like, oh, everything, everything, you know, is connected and that, that's nice. Yeah, um, Like, it's like the Rainbow Connection. I, I'm pretty sure people use that as like a Jesus song sometimes. Oh, well, they didn't want to claim um, uh, Elton John doing uh, Circle of Life. Gee, I wonder why. What's wrong with Elton, Catholics? Um, okay, so Alan and Stephen actually won the best Oscar for Colors of the Wind. There you go. It's a fucking good song. It's a great it score. Is, but really yent. It's a brilliant song. Yeah. Okay, back to back to Mary Wiggs. So Patrick, you know what we know her from, right? The, I know the name definitely. 
Well, she she was in um she was basically best friends with Lucy of I Love Lucy. And she was she was in a lot of I Love Lucy. She's just she um is a veteran actress. Like she has been was around for the longest time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what we know her from is Sister Act. <gasps> That's where I know her name from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my fucking god! Can you look her up, please? So I so I know. I'm gonna get the name of her. She was Mary Lazarus. So she yeah, was I know. Queen. Yeah, she was choir mistress before Whoopi came in. Hell. <laughs> Hell. So John and I, because we're in lockdown, obviously, but I'm allowed to go and yeah. see the intimate partner I don't live with, according to health the health website. Yes. Um, we watched Sister Act last night. Not me, not not making the connection between Mary Wicks between that film, that film and this, but um, we watched it last night, and it is just he hadn't seen it in like over twenty years. He hadn't seen it, he thinks, since it came out. Um, <sighs> Emma, and it's just you watched Sister Act. Why wouldn't I watch Sister Act? We were gonna watch Sister Act. Together. <sighs> Never mind. When were we gonna watch Sister Act together? When you had your eyes done. Oh. Babe, That's I've been twenty for a month now. I know, I know. And you also said we were going to watch In the Heights together and you watched that on your own too. Well, actually, you watched that with John. You watched that with new pa- Patrick 2.0. So, <laughs> figures. It's fine. <laughs> I have no excuse. I really wanted to watch this direct. It's, the government won't let fine. me see you. It's okay. It's fine. I, I know where I stand now. Um, Mary Wicks is just incredible. Can we talk She's about... She's incredible. Yeah. She's good. I also, um, sorry, I also know her from, um, she was born in 1910. So if you think about it, when she was, you know, at the height of her career, at yeah. the age of kind of say 30, that was only the f- the 40s. My yeah, 40s, 50s, yeah. Um, I know from also, it's a 1940s, one of the 1940s Albert and Costello films. Ah, uh, sure. She's in that too. And she wasn't, it's actually a terrible role because she, I mean, she's not a conventionally attractive um woman by society standards mm. and um f- i remember in this film in particular they made lots of comments about how she looked and you know it was almost like costello who is the 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 fatty fatty bomba jokester character oh. was lesser because he was interested in her Mm-mm-mm-mm. so it wasn't a great role by any means but um it was it was a leading role and she was fantastic and so i remember her from that but um, she's just, I think as she got older, it's just amazing. Her and sister, <laughs> it's too good. She's great. Well, she's the, so good. Um, the best bit is when she gives that little monologue about, do you remember the movie when they're, they're doing beads? And, yes. Um, yeah. And she's like, I like my convent in Vancouver. Yeah. No, no, no electricity running water. Those are nuns. Those are nuns. Those are nuns. Oh, I've got to this watch is it. a Hilton. That's what she says. This is a Hilton. I'm gonna watch it over the weekend. Do it, please. It's been do so it. good. Um, let's talk about other people. Demi, Demi Lovato, not Demi Lovato. Demi, <laughs> Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Demi. Um, speaking voice only, of Esmeralda. Yeah. Uh, tried to sing and everyone went, mm, and she went, just get someone else. So they got someone really? else. Is that what happened? Yeah. Is that what happened? She was like, guys, that. she was like, guys, just get someone else. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, can I read one of my favorite bits of trivia about Demi Moore? Yes, please. 
one of two movies released in 1996 in which Demi Moore plays an exotic dancer who catches the eye of and ultimately brings down a man in position of power. The other film is Striptease, 1996. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, while I'm here, can I read two more? The, I've just written three highlights from the trivia for this film that I thought were so funny. They made me laugh. Go on. The second one is, this is the Disney animated film featuring the fewest number of trees. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's Who's so counting? Funny. Who's counting? Who's gone, hang on, there are not many trees in this film and has counted trees in every other Disney film. And I wonder what the, what the movie is that has the highest number of trees. What do you think it is? Oh, like Jungle Book, maybe? Oh, that's a good one. I fucking love that movie. I don't like it. Oh, you've said that. I don't know yeah, why. It's so good. I don't good. get it. Um, and the third point of trivia that I quite like and thought was funny. According to media reports, Demi Moore was banned from bringing prawn mayonnaise sandwiches onto the set due to never refrigerating them. <gasps> What's prawn mayonnaise? Like prawn... prawn and mayonnaise on bread. I've never heard of that combo. Oh. Oh, that's a white person food. That's a very American food, actually. Shrimp I've and mayonnaise. I've never heard of prawn and mayonnaise on bread before. What do you mean? It's a prawn sandwich. What's a prawn sandwich? Prawn and mayonnaise on bread, sometimes lettuce. What kind of prawn? Like a cooked prawn, shelled. Like you put what? like three, you put like three or four on on some white bread with some mayonnaise. Oh, sorry, I just knocked the microphone. That's um, right. Why would you put prawn on bread? I'm confused. Because it goes on a sandwich. A prawn sandwich. It's a, it's an old lady thing. They like them. Oh. Sorry to all the prawn sandwich lovers out there. I've just called you old ladies. <laughs> You're something. I don't understand how, why you would put... Is that because the only prawns I really eat are prawns that you're like cooking in like garlic and butter or mm. fresh mm. prawns from mm. a seafood shop? Yeah, but a fresh prawn is cooked. You're eating a raw prawn. Yeah, but yeah. I would never put that on a sandwich with mayonnaise. Yeah, and so that that, that prawn that you get from the shop, the orange prawn that's cooked. The orange prawn? Obviously, it's fucking orange. What yeah. colours are there? Well, when they've uncooked, they're green. No, they're like grey. Oh, grey, grey-green, you know. Yeah. Same diff. Green. They're not green. Oh, not like violet green, not like lime green. They have a green tinge. Okay. Like moss. Um, anyway, prawn sandwiches. Cool, cool, man. She wasn't. Why was she bringing prawn mayonnaise sandwiches? Because she wanted them. That is a foul sandwich to eat amongst others on a set, yeah. on a closed set. Yeah, pretty gross. Especially with no fridge. Why was there no fridge? Oh, I don't know. I can't tell you these things. It's Disney, get us a little like mini bar fridge for the recording room. I don't know, Emma. I can't tell you. Studio. That's what it's called. A recording studio. studio. A little recording room. <laughs> the recording room. That sounds like someone who has just been booted out of their bedroom to sit in the lounge room to record a podcast. <laughs> in the biggest lounge room that used to be a double garage. That's true. It's very big. So fucking echoey. Um, can we talk about Tom Hulse? Yes, please. I know nothing about this ah, man. I know him What's mostly from two films. Amadeus. That's right, he plays Mozart. He plays Mozart. Yes. Um, and a very iconic performance. I'm pretty sure he won an Oscar for it. Yes, he did, I think. Um, Let me and quickly fact check you. Also, I know him from Parenthood. <laughs> right. I do not know this man. Ah, there you go. 
I he's, do not know this man. He's but good. His singing voice is fantastic. What I really like about his singing voice is it's not like a Broadway voice. It's not like a yeah. a, a recording artist voice. It's an actor who's singing. Yes. But well, competently. And it's not like, like if this film was made now, they would just get someone because there are so many actors who can do like it'd be like your Josh Gad, you know, who that, can okay. belt it out. Okay. And you it'll need be to get out of my brain because I literally just thought to myself, oh, it'd be like the jo- no, it wouldn't be Josh Gad. It'd be um, oh sorry, I thought um Jonathan Groff. Well, you thought Josh. Oh Gad, sure, sorry. sure. But you know what I mean, like a Broadway yeah. singer who will yeah. belt it out and they'll clean it up and auto tune it to be like, mm, ready for yeah. FM radio. Yeah. Um, whereas this is like you can hear, like, mis- like not mistakes, but you know, inflections and like yeah. the like like a one take recording of him singing these songs. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's 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 good. Um, good Disney. He didn't win for Amadeus. I knew he wouldn't have won. Ah. He was nominated. It won Best Picture um, though, I think. Not that you did, need to check. It did yeah. win Best Picture. Best Best. It's Beast Beast Beast. Yes. Yeah. Um. You, you are reminding me of the performance that I'm just going to look up and remind myself of what his name is because I thought the same thing as well. Luke Evans, when he did Gaston in the live mm. version of Beauty and the Beast. Did you see that? With you. Oh, did we see it together? We did. You had already seen it, but I saw it with you. Do you remember his performance as Gaston? Somewhat. I need to watch it again. It's the same thing. He's not a singer and even... Yeah. Like, I think there's a whole thing about, you know, him being nervous to play the role and all that kind of stuff. He's not a singer, mm. but he can clearly sing. And so when he's doing it, he's it's really good. It's a really good performance. Mm. I get the same kind of vibes as when Tom Hulse sings. Yeah, interesting. Mm. <laughs> um, this film is just fantastic. It is it was just good. absolutely wonderful. Bits that stick with me, even from childhood, that are like... You know, the iconic now. Yeah. I'm free. I'm free. Dang it. <laughs> the guy in the cage. Yeah. And I, my favorite one is the last one where it says Monsua. Yeah, Monsua. <laughs> and, and it's like a little sign. It's got two little candle, like two little um, lanterns on yeah. top of it. Yes. While the whole town is burning around everyone. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, what are some other things I've written here? Oh. The chorus work in this film is so good. Oh, um, as in the singing. Yeah. Because yeah, often, often, the, often Disney movies... That's where Dis- the good chorus work stops in this film. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of because the, the Disney, like, Disney films, it's like one person singing and then maybe like a duet. Yeah. There aren't these like big fucking like full ensemble chorus numbers anymore. Yeah, that's like, point. Like that, uh, what's that? So, oh, God Help the Outcast. Where she's singing in, you know, God help the outcast. She's like getting sanctuary in the temple. Yeah. And she's singing a song like being like, God help all the poor people on the fringes. And then like, this that woman who's like, I am nothing. I'm someone. <laughs> like singing to know, I ask for love. Yeah. And then all the other people join in. And it's like a full like old people chorus. I know. I know. It's like the Southern Highlands players join in. It's so good. I and love how it. Nice this little, um, can we just give a shout out to how nice uh, Archbishop is in this? Oh, he's a sweetheart. In his little slippers, his little thongs. Yeah, he's wearing little Jesus songs and his little like pontiff in the yeah. his pontiff little pontiff hat. Um, he's very sweet, and he's he. I mean, there has to be some sort of uh, moral. You know, there has to be someone yeah. in this film that is good. 
I have written so many notes, Emma. Can I just read oh, some of my notes? Please. Just get them this out. I know, because I don't, I don't want to run out of time and miss things. Um, uh, here's a quote, and I'm pretty sure this is from Laverne. She's a girl, not a macro. <laughs> like, don't lead her on. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. don't lead her on. She's a girl, not a mackerel. Yeah. Um, and I've written a note here. It. I don't what? get it. Like a fish. Like a fish on a line. A mackerel is a fish. Yeah, I know what a mackerel is, but what does it yeah. have to do with leading someone on? Like, don't lead her on. Don't leave her on the hook. She's a girl. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Not a ma- she's a girl, not a mackerel. Gotcha. Um, everyone's just fucking scaling the entire Notre Dame without losing their breath. They're like, wait. <laughs> and then next minute they're upstairs and like, where are you? And I'm like, are you not died? Have you not died? <laughs> the building's tall. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a story that I just know is the kind of story that you're very much going to appreciate. Oh. I've told you how I used to come to Sydney like so infrequently when I was a kid, yes. right? Like once every We've two years. Mostly, um, Annie Dorothy. Annie Doss. And, under- and it is an Annie Doss story in Sydney. Go on. We went to St. Mary's just to be like, checking in, you know. Yeah. Catholic, Catholic. It might have been it might have been on one of our Sydney we used to go on like Catholic pilgrimages to Sydney and we'd mm-hmm. go to like the Mary McKillop Museum and you know all oh, the yeah. things. Oh, I did that and I've Oh, been we've t- we've talked about this. We've yeah. talked about this. We've talked about the the, the life-size um, mannequins at the Mary McKillop Museum. Oh, the wax figures. <laughs> the one where she's dead on her deathbed. Oh my god, no thanks. I don't think many people have done the um I know I had to do it. The rocks Mary McKillop tour? No, I've never done that. No. Did you do it? No, no. Oh. That feels like extension. Extension religion. <laughs> no, this was primary school. Oh, no, no I was going to say it's primary school for me too. Yeah, um, anyway, one point, on one occasion when we were visiting St. Mary's, because that's what we did, they were building the turrets. Do you know this for like years? There was no turrets on St. Mary's. What's a turret? Like the big steeples where the bells go in, the bell towers. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, no, it, was just, it, so it was just like, you know, a, like kind of a a giant church but without yeah. the steeples yeah and this would have been like the late 90s i reckon they were building the bell towers and building the steeples like it was like this big deal like oh my god finally at last hundreds of years later we're building them um and they had the bells on the ground oh like out the front of it like just like sitting there waiting to go up and i just maybe go over and like touch it and back and now when you're an old man you can say to your grandkids i've touched that bell oh my and emma i've touched that bell i touched it with my hand whose idea was it to touch it honey does you know what what that's a great idea yeah because how often can someone go up and touch the bell because it's gonna get fucking never it would have been there for like a week that is so cool. Yeah, I've touched it. I've touched that bell. I've touched that bell. That's so cool. Pretty good, right? I That's love my story. that story. That's a great story. Um, I thought of that when I was looking at these bells, these church bells, and how big they were. It's when when she like walks into the big one. And it's like, what's this one's name? Yeah. Um, a lyric I really loved is rhyming the word Adonis with the line, "You're shaped like a croissant is." <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk for a second, just a second, about um, how the gar- our three gargoyles, yeah. not gargoyles, whatever they've got their names. The hype squad. So it's, yeah, so it's Victor, Hugo, and Laverne. Mm, mm. And Laverne is named after Laverne Andrews of the Andrews the sisters. Is she the ugly one? I don't know. I didn't know. She was, I didn't know Laverne was a woman until 
a yeah, day, a right, day ago. It was Mary Wicks. Let me look up Laverne Andrews. And then, then when I was like, is it a woman? And then I looked, I was like, oh, it kind of does have gargoyle boobs. Let me look it up. So I want to know. Yeah, hold on, Patrick. She was the ugly one. You know how with the Andrews sisters, there were three? And yeah. it was the... The one that was like the blonde one, she was the lead. Mm. Was her name Patty? I think there was Patty. Yeah. And then Maxine was the attractive brunette, and then there was the Harum one. Oh, Harum. That was her Laverne. Harum Laverne. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I do. I know them well. I was, I was really into the Andrew sisters when I was like fourteen, <laughs> because of course I was. <laughs> like really into them. I'm having a heart attack in this lounge room. I, I was really into the Andrew sisters when I was watching. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to howl. I want to howl. Well, when we're together um, again, you can howl. I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. <laughs> she um, she spells her name with a, a big V, like capital L. Oh, La Verne, like yeah, RuPaul. Yes. Yeah, right. I have written here, <laughs> Victor is queer. Absolutely. It's Jason Alexander. No, no, no. That's Hugo. No. Oh, Victor, Victor, Victor's the guy who's like barrel chested and like, oh, I'm a big man, but he's like mm, sensitive. And there's that in that song. It's that same song with Corsantis where they're like doing a little hype song about how um, Cosy is like, you're the man. Yeah. I think it might even be the Adonis when they're talking about him being an Adonis. It's... It's like a marble statue of a big sexy man, like David, almost maybe, without the yeah, head. Sure. And yeah. Hugo, as in um, Jason Alexander, is being the head. And Victor is holding like a picture of a like a fig leaf in front of the penis. And oh. he does this thing where he goes like, oh, like, oh my goodness with his hand, but also yeah. peeks behind the picture and goes, oh. Gay. gay, 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 gay. Even like the picture of the actor. Yeah. His name is Charles Kimbrough. I've yeah. never heard of him. And this, this film is his most notable credit, yeah, right. I think. Um, lots of like 90s mm. kind of things. But I, I, lots of Disney. He's, he's clearly a voice yeah, actor. Yeah, sure. Um, Emmy nominee for Outstanding. Okay. Yeah. yeah but definitely. He, he seems. That statue, definitely gay. <laughs> Yeah, right. And and Jason Alexander, how good that he's in this film. How great that you can, like, pick his voice anywhere. Yeah. Love him. I have a funny um, George Costanza story. Do you want to hear my George Costanza story? Please tell me it. Um, You know the episode of Seinfeld where he gets the really good parking spot at the front of the apartment and then he's too scared to move? To move, yeah. He's too scared to move the car, so they end up having to get like, taxis everywhere because he doesn't want to move the car because <laughs> he's got this awesome parking spot. My family, for years oh, and years and years, God, like 10 show. years, 15 years, Yeah. Um, anytime we get a great parking spot, we call it a Costanza spot. Oh, my God. We go, it's a cost- oh, we, we got a Costanza spot right out the front, you know. That's so funny. Um, we've said it so much that my sister, Yeah. up until like last year, I think, like very... Oh, no. She thought that that's just what you call the good parking spot. Yeah. That's so like Costanza. Good. She thought it was like a technical term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't realise. Isn't that embarrassing? That's great. You can pick his voice anyway. He's a great yeah. he's a great voice actor. Has he done much voice acting? Um, I don't think a lot. Let me look, let me look. Because Does he's a he's a, sense? like he started as a musical theatre performer, so it makes sense for him to be doing a role like this. And I have um Because he was I in the he in the original cast of Marily We Roll Along. That's right, and I know that he does do a lot of Broadway stuff now that he doesn't need the money. Yes, 
we well, does a lot of like off Broadway independent kind of theatery stuff, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think he's in the new season of the Marvel. Oh my god. What? Oh really? Oh I'm so excited for it. Do you know who else is in? Kelly Kelly Bishop is in it. The Get music. out. I'm so glad. I just saw a note that also made me laugh. I was laughing my head off when I had this thought. It, it's again, we're going we're gonna to loop back. And I think you have more to talk about it as well. It's the moment where Cosimodo joins the hands of oh, John Smith and Pocahontas, whatever their names are. John Smith and Pocahontas. Esmeralda and... Esmeralda ugly, and... Ugly Phoebus. Captain Phoebus. Um, can I just say that moment was me blessing the union of Emma and John. <laughs> it's me being like, okay, formal handover. She's yours well, now. Well, it's funny you bring this up, formal handover. It's funny you bring this up because I have had the thought that I think you are a little bit like Quasimodo. We're going to take a break. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me explain. No, it's not. I actually genuinely nice. actually really have to piss. I'm going to take a break. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, go. Okay, so I'm like Quasimodo. Tell, tell me how. You're like Quasimodo, but in the best way. I mean, I mean it as a compliment because it's it's his really nice qualities, which are that he's obviously very caring and very sweet, but also that he is also a little bit hard on in the fact that he can't really read some social situations <laughs> and he overthinks and he doesn't know like, like when he doesn't know, when he, he's watching Esmeralda and Ugly Phoebus get together and he's like, <gasps> and he's shocked by that. It's you. Yeah. In the nicest way possible. You know what I mean. Sure. But that's you. Okay. Little quasi. Little quasi. <laughs> little half formed. Play, little half. A little halfling who just wants to play bells. Like that's you. <laughs> you literally bought a singing bowl to bang like a bell. Like it's you. Oh yeah. Hang on. Let's give it a little feature. It's right here. I miss it. Was that a fart? No, it was the chair again. <laughs> That's what I mean, you're Quasimodo. Let's do a rimmer. Oh, it's hurting my ears. Stop. Hi, Quas. Hey, Quas. Like, he probably had that at the top of Notre Dame. Yeah, you would have. But yes, definitely, you are Quasimodo. And that is funny that you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Him putting our hands together, being like, take her. <laughs> She's yours now. <laughs> She's your problem now. <laughs> Bye, Barbara. <laughs> um, I do think you're... Oh, Patrick, that's a good sound. I can still hear that. Yeah, it's still going. Um, you are Quasimodo. I, I, I do see you in a lot of characters that we... Sure. I, you're I Esmeralda because she's got dark skin. Yes, I don't have... And you have a pet goat. Like her. No, green eyes. People with green eyes are witches. Yeah, she does get called a witch a couple of times in this film. Witch, yeah. witchcraft. Yeah. Um, can I just talk for a second about how hot Esmeralda is? Like, why does she have giant tits and tan skin and big hair and green eyes? Because she's like tempting old mate. She's like the ultimate tempter. Yeah, she's a temptress. He wants her in body, but he also hates that he wants her because he, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. She is gypsy, which is dirty to him. Yeah. Um... At the beginning of the film on Disney Plus, is that what it's called? Disney Plus. Yes. Yeah. Um, there was a there was a warning. Did you see the warning? No. The content warning. Depictions no. of smoking. Just... Oh. And do you know what it is? 
It's one instance, and it's in that song, where they're like hyping him up. Yeah. Old mate, Jason Alexander's character, Hugo, grills a sausage on the fire below and blows it on it and then smokes smokes the sausage, Emma, like a cigarette, and then blows a love heart around Cosimodo. That warranted a smoking warning. How funny. Yeah, love that Disney are worrying about that rather than other things. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, this film is just fantastic. And I, I, am, I am angry with myself that I haven't seen it until today. Oh, well, good. Good that you've seen it now. I feel like it's such a good score. And it's such a yeah. good... The characters are really good. It's well thought out. It's great. Good. It's good. I didn't, I didn't think there was another Disney movie set in France. I thought it was just Beauty and the Beast. I didn't know about this. Wait till you hear about Ratatouille. Do you know what? What? Haven't seen it. <laughs> it is, in fact, another one set in France. Wait till you hear about the Aristocats. <laughs> also you know set in what? France. Do you know what? What? Haven't seen it. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, I think They're, you're naming the ones that are just like holes in my, in my I, repertoire. I don't think the rescue is, is set in France, but Bianca is French. Who's Bianca? Who's the rescue? Is the, main... the cats again? No, they're the, they're mice. It's like the UN oh, of mice. The detective ones. Yeah. 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 I am. Um, I really actually should watch Ratatouille. I, I don't know why I haven't seen it. And I know it's really good. In very high regard. Yeah. People high and hold it in. Very as fun regard. as, you know, movies I... about rats or mice, it's like up there with Stuart Little. It's above Stuart Little. No, it, nothing can be above Stuart Little. No, oh, surely. What? Michael J. Fox is a mouse. Nothing can be better than Stuart Little. Oh, Michael J. Fox. I don't know what your problem is. You just don't like people with Parkinson's. Is that what it is? It's true. I'm pretty ableist, actually. Um, no, he can get it. He's pretty good. Yeah, and Gina Davis and Hugh Laurie are in Scott's That's true. Little? They're the parents. Yeah, and they live in that really funny little house. And that kid who grew up to be like a brick shit house. What's his name? What's a brick shit house mean? Like, oh, the fucking oh, ripped, oh, solid man. Oh, yeah, he's like a bodybuilder now. Oh, I don't know what his name is though. No, look him Cute up. Cute kid. Cute Wanted kid. Really exactly funky, weird looking adult. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh. It's such a good film. If you have not seen this, watch it immediately. Get on there. Get on to Disney Plus and watch it immediately. I have no idea what the sequel is about. I don't really think I need to watch it. It's one of the Disney sequels where you know how that you can tell that they haven't spent as much time yeah. and money and effort on that animation. Yeah. They've just like whipped like it out. Like everyone's faces. <gasps> yeah. Do you know what? I do have another. You, it was prolific. It's a bit weird that you have never seen it because it was so big when it came out, mate. What? Hunchback. Um, oh, this film. Mm. <laughs> yes. I, know, I know I have I have What do you know When I think of Hunchback of Notre Dame My Actually my most vivid memory Is of the ad For the Happy Meal That went with it And oh, it had these little tell. It had these little toys It had like four You know Collectible boys toy Girls toy Yes Of the characters From the Hunchback But they all did a thing Like Hunchback himself Had a pull string And he like Climbed up a string Cause you yeah. know He's a climber yeah. He's a grappler. He's a, he's a, he's he's a, a grappler, parkour. sorry. He's a parkour. Gra- <laughs> parkour. <laughs> parkour. Um, Esmeralda, 
she had a little thing in the bottom where you spun it and she, so she was holding a tambourine, kind of like the figurine that he carves of her. Yeah. And you spin the little thing on the bottom and she turns on a dice, like on the spot. Oh, wow. Um, and I remember the ad being like, Dancing Esmeralda. And that is my most vivid wow. memory of The Hunchback in Notre Dame when it came out. Dancing Esmeralda. You remember, honestly, the stupidest thing. I really do. I really do. Do you know what? It probably it probably was on like a VHS that we taped a movie with. And you know, you tape a movie off the TV and have all the ads. Yeah, and then you'd and, be, and then you'd watch it. the ads for fucking years, so they're really yeah. in in your in your body in your brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. And Emma, I would kill, I would kill to have all those VHSs again. Um, I have some. I know. I I have some in this lounge room right now. <sighs> yeah, but they're not the ones that I grew up with, you know. No, so they're Tarzan and like they're they're still Disney. No, but Jungle, is that is that like the, the one you bought from the shop though? You know what I mean. This is the one I bought from the shop. Yeah, I'm talking about. The, the blank video that you put oh, in the TV and you start recording the film two minutes after it started because your parents are yeah. scrambling to find one. Yeah. And then you've got all the ads from Channel 7 from 1994. I want that back in my life. Go and get them. Do you not have them No, anymore? they're long gone, mate. My parents would have oh. chucked them out years ago. Oh, that's ago. sad. Okay, that's sad. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, if you've not seen this film, run, run to... Go see it. It even finishes. It finishes with a fucking a wonderful purpose written film for the credits, which is like an R and B light kind of song, (laughs) with some with some synth. It's so synth ballad. It's so good. So good. It's it's the vibe we all need. I I'm just like, and even my family was so surprised that I had not seen this film. Like it, it's absolutely classic. It's so good. Get out there, hunchy backy. Go and watch it, hunchies. Oh. Baccaroonie. <laughs> I don't know how to. I never how to finish these segments, especially when you're not in front of me. Normally, we like mime at each other how to wrap this up. What if I just stop talking and don't talk again? So we've shifted again. We've moved recording space. We're again. pivoting. We're pivoting because of COVID. Um, we've pivoted. pivoted. <laughs> so you've gone from your bedroom to the, the cavernous lounge room. And now you are in the back of your mother's car. Yeah, I'm in the back seat of the car. And um, I think we've maybe sort of started to fix the weird volume recording problems that we've been having. Well, and also the other giant problem is that I was speaking to... You were what, sorry? 
Because I was aware up. that I was around other people. Sure. So you know, I'm breaking up. You, oh, you, you were breaking up, but I hear, I hear you now. Why would I be breaking up? I didn't do anything differently. Internet, mate. Nothing's perfect. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Don't scare me like that. Well, no, not we're Shit. breaking up. You're breaking up. Oh. Anyway. Um, what have you been up to today? Are you fucking pouring wine? Yeah, mate. It's the end of a long day. Do you know what? I can't even get mad at you because I have a bottle of musket in the car. <laughs> okay, wait. Hold on one sec. I have to lean. I've put it in the back of the of the seat, you know, like the holder. Oh, yeah, your wine. Yeah. And I need to... No, not wine. It's musket. I just told you it's musket. Isn't that wine? Isn't that like a dessert wine? No, musket is like port. Yeah, it's a dessert wine. But yeah, It's not on. wine. It's port. Port is a dessert wine. It's fortified. It's fortified wine. It's yeah. not. It's not dessert or it's not wine. Same it's fortified. Same bitch. Same thing. I would know. I'm an alcoholic, so. Oh my god! <laughs> Give me one sec. I just need to like lean and not let the microphone. Okay. Get Bear with us, dear listener. We're getting. Oh, there. I got it really easily. Oh, I got it really easily. And I need my cup. All right, I got it. You got I'm a good. I'm cup. here. It is literally a sippy cup because I. Why would I be allowed to bring anything else into a car? It's <laughs> not owned by me. Dad, that you're drinking wine from a sippy cup in a car in your own I'm house. I'm drinking musket. I'm drinking musket from a '90s Tupperware cup. But in a club, oh. you'll pull out a wine glass. I know. You know, made of glass. We were lucky that we got to dance because we had postponed our dance three times because of COVID. We had postponed our dance. Well, we had. We had. <laughs> We'd been planning it for like we months. We had postponed our dance. We had. I know. Not, not in the same way that I have postponed Sydney Dance Company's dances this week. But, yeah, um, that's a different dance. Um, much more expensive postponement, might add. Oh um, my god! But um, we got in the little window. Like we, I was like, oh, should we go? It's not quite safe. Uh, but it was fine. It was monitored. Um, we couldn't have gone the week after. We literally couldn't. No, literally, shut. we couldn't have. It was shut. Yeah, <gasps> just made it. I know. How good's that? And now I'm in a car. And now you're in a car. Now I'm in the car. I'm in my home office bedroom. Everything. Home office. Yeah. It's just your bedroom, babe. How's the bed? Is it still good? Bed's fine, Dal. Yeah. She's just sitting there. Um, Everyone, everyone, because now I've got this. I've got my work Zoom meetings in my bedroom. So everyone's commenting on my bedroom. Are they asking why there's luggage behind you? Everyone's like, oh, my God, have you tidied up your room just especially for us? And I was like, no, I'm, I am this person. I am yeah. the person who has everything just so. But <laughs> if they ask what's in that cupboard behind you, it'll literally... it'll literally. We can't talk about the, the cupboard, cupboard on the podcast. We can't, can't talk about the cupboard. I can't even call it the nickname. I no, we can't. we can't. That's a secret. Everyone will be like, that's a secret. Be like why? That's a secret that's going to our grave along with the secret snack name. Yes. We, we can't ever bring it up on the podcast. No. Um, but everyone talks about how, like, I, <laughs> I've i thrown this throw just, just so. So it looks like, oh, I just placed this here. But actually, it's clear that I've taken great care with where it's gone. Oh, my God. Um, and everyone talks about, like, like one person was like, your bed's so smooth. Like, is there even a, is there sheets on it? Or is it just a mattress? Like, it's so smooth. <laughs> and I was like, they yeah. They just think it's, it's just, a plain white mattress. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's it's just like a white linen 
Duna cover. Like no, in it's, a quilt it's, cover. it's spray paint. It's white spray paint. Of course. It's the sheets. <laughs> but that, then I just make a joke about how it's not wrinkled because I, it's just me. I, I sleep in the corner and cry in the dark and no one yeah, ever sleeps on the other side. Yeah, 100%. You slither on one side. And no one ever sleeps on the other side. So it's like, you know, smooth Except sailing. Except me. Like twice ever. Yeah, because you don't like my genitalia in your bed. No, it's not your genitalia. It's your fucking hair and your snoring and your smell. There, I said it. <laughs> that was quick. You pulled that out. Um, that was quick. Never thought about that before, have I? That was quick. Wow. That's suspicious. That's suspicious. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, look. Are you ready to get on to the next film? Hunchy Backy. It was a good one. I'm so glad it you liked so it. Oh, Patrick, the fucking music was so good. That they're in great. my head. Out there is still stuck in my head. Yeah, me too. It's just fantastic. And what you really said about Tom and the way that he sings it as well is so spot on. You you are very clever. Yeah. It's an act of singing. Which it's makes an it act a, of singing. A compelling performance. And it's a performance you just don't get in movies these days because everything's no. too polished. I'm excited to see the performances in the next film because I've had a <gasps> oh. sneaky look at who's in it and it's like fucking A, a it's grade. It's an interesting cast. It um, is. Oh, something it I is. forgot to mention in Hunchback is that um, little boy Patrick definitely had a crush on Clopalm. Who's that? The 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 like the leader of the gypsies who opens the musical with the song. The one that wears all the funky clothes. Yeah. Oh wow, what a surprise. With the earring what a and the shocker hairy chest. that that's the one that you like. Yeah, he's hot. Would he's absolutely not hot. bang. Would bang, Patrick, he's a cartoon. Yeah, but you people want to bang cartoons, you know how it is. I don't want to bang cartoons. You've never I've wanted never to bang a cartoon? Never in my life. Who? That's SpongeBob strange. SquarePants. No, not Who? SpongeBob. Who? Squidward. Who? Squid. Why are you? Why is your brain at the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> why are you not? Why are you not thinking of Disney princes? <laughs> like who? They're all so ugly and have like the stupidest hair. That's all like perfect and they're so ugly and they're so annoying. Okay. And they talk like hello. I'm a prince. I can't think of anything off my head, but I definitely have a, like a, a short list of cartoon characters that I would fuck. Absolutely. I know you would fuck Prince Eric. Oh, for sure. And I know you would... Uh, he's not your type, but I know you would go Gaston. He's not your type. Uh, mm, and you would obviously go Beast. No shit. Beast, absolutely. Before he's and your after. type. Actually, more before, somehow. That's what I mean. He's your type as Beast, not as the prince. Yeah. Not as Adam. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you know his name. Um, don't ask how. No, a musket just hits differently in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pouring some more. Jesus Christ. Um, cool. <laughs> um, do you know what I'm staring at? What are you staring at? I'm staring at? at your corner of the garage. Oh, with all my stuff. With well, all your stuff. With my plates. That's all I got there so far. With your crockery, but there's crockery. a Dyson on the crockery way. Shot. Dyson there's on the a, way. There's a whole fucking Dyson vacuum cleaner on the way. And there is did you say crockerisha? <laughs> I did. <laughs> la crockerisha, la crockerisha. And there's there's a whole Dyson. There's a whole fucking V seven Dyson gummy. Honestly. And what else did you order? Like a mop? Yeah, a co, a set from Co. Oh. It's like a spray mop and then there's the bottle and four liters of the cleaning dead. fluid and a bunch of microfiber cleaning cloths and sponges. Honestly, though, I think it's the most useful our garage has ever been to anyone in our lives. Oh, I'm so like, pleased. Um, meanwhile, let's talk right, about let's uh, the Prince of Egypt. I'm so keen for this movie. Yeah. Off bye we bye. go. Bye-bye. <laughs>
all I've ever known, all I ever wanted. Sweet perfumes of incense, graceful rooms of alabaster stone, all I ever wanted. This is my home, with my father, mother, brother, oh so noble, oh so strong. Now I am home. Here among my trappings and belongings, I belong. And if anybody doubts it, they couldn't be more wrong. I am a sovereign prince of Egypt, a son of the proud history that's shown, etched on every wall. Surely this is all I ever wanted. Prince of Egypt was released in 1998. It was written by Philip Lezebnik and Nicholas Meyer and directed by Brenda Chapman, Steve Hickner and Simon Wells. It stars Val Kilmer, Rafe Fiennes, Mike, Michelle Pfeiffer and Sandra Bullock. Mike Pfeiffer. <laughs> but not only those known, people. Lesser known younger brother of Michelle Pfeiffer. There are more people in this film that are worth mentioning. Yeah, so notable notable other cast members are Jeff Goldblum, mm. Danny Glover, mm. Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. Helen Mirren, mm-hmm. Steve Martin, mm-hmm. and Martin Short. Can you get the fuck out? Can you believe that? I know. What a cast. For a film where you don't see them all. Of course you don't see them. It's animation. <clears throat> I know, but like, what a cast for a film where you, do, you don't really get to capitalise on that properly, you know what I mean? Especially in 98 when... I believe doing animated movies in 98 wasn't, I mean, it was still, it was a thing. We had Toy Story, but it wasn't as big as it is now. I don't know. I feel like this is like the halcyon, like the last final days of like cell animated film. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just don't see it anymore. Like everything is CGI now. Yeah. Um, This film was a fucking massive Emma. Was it? It was huge to the point where they had to put a fake name on the film reels to send them to cinemas because people were like dying to see it why was it so is it because of who was in it or is it just because it was like the old testament big hype big hype it was like set to be one of the biggest films ever i think i think yeah i think i think the jews were keen and the christians and probably muslims as well like everyone You've just named like the. Four well, main this story of the is world. central to all three of them, so you know. <clears throat> That's they're true. They're all Judaic. Judaic, not Jaic. What is what's the word? Germanic. No, I don't know. I'm talking to my bum. What are you now. trying to think of? Like they're all kind of. So, well, they all take parts of the Old Testament and bring it to their religion, whether it's well, the people, I like mean, the prophets, or yeah, I mean, Judah, like the Old Testament is we, which we refer to it as Catholics, or you know, yes. people who have had a Catholic experience. Yes, is the to- is, is the Torah is the Torah like the script, yes, the, the scripture Testament. for? No, I'm saying it's not the Old Testament to Jews. It is the no, it's Testament. the Torah. Yeah, yeah, it's the scripture. Yeah, um, and then to Catholics, it's like oh yeah, that's the old one, but we got like this fucking you know new version. Yeah, to and Mormons, then, it's the old one. <clears throat> Mormons, oh everything's old to Mormons. <laughs> um, and then in Islam, it's all like these were like you know. 
Star Wars 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3. Well, also, I guess for, in Islam, it's also about the prophets. Yes. It's yes. more about Moses. Like, they, they gag for Moses. Mm-hmm. And Jesus. They like Jesus. And Mary. Love Mary. <laughs> they do. Love Mary. <laughs> yeah, everyone can take a bit of this. It's something for everyone. There is something for everyone. I mean, um, if you uh, believe in more than one deity, there's a bit of that in there with the Egyptians. They're the baddies yeah. in this film, but there's still something there for you. If you believe in magic, we've got some high priests doing some magic. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And, you know, arguably you turning like a staff into a snake is also magic. Sorry? If you like sand, oh, there's sand If you like sand, have I got a film for you? <laughs> Um, Do you know, I did have a moment where I was like, when Moses um, happens upon the the Hebrew people for the first time, I had a moment where I was like, are these people meant to be Jews? Wait, when, do you mean Dancing Esmeralda's family in the desert? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I had a moment where I was like, because everyone just started to look a little brown. And everyone's hair was a little curly and brown. And I was like, it just clicked. And I was like, are these, is this meant to be, are these meant to be Jews? And then I realized, yes, they are the, the, what we would now consider ancient Hebrews. Yeah. But I was like, is this what also, they're meant to also be? Also all the slaves, the same. That's right. Also Moses, technically. Yeah, because he's, he's one of them. Yeah. By blood. It just took me a while to figure out that there were Egyptians and then he... It just took me a while to figure out. And it's probably sure, because sure. in cartoon I'm <clears> not used to seeing people of many different ethnicities. Yeah, and you know what? Something I noted, not used to seeing Egyptian people with the actual accurate colour of their skin from yes. ancient Egypt. Yes. Like they're African. Yes, totally. They have, that's like, how Jesus skin. is meant to be. That's Jesus what, is not. That's kind of what they would look like. Which, can I make this point while we're talking about the colour of these characters' skin and the voice cast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think the point needs to be made. I think I think me bringing this up is enough. Let's just leave it there. <laughs> I mean, Jeff Goldblum is probably the only one who can yep. be accurately cast, right? Yep. Val Kilmer? I don't know. No. Martin Short. What do you mean? These are all white people. Yeah, but are they Jewish? Okay, you get a bit of a claim if you're Jewish. Yeah, but also you get a claim if you're Jeff Goldblum and you're playing a, a Jew. Of yeah. course, an ancient. Of course, you do. Yeah, but also these are black people, or black characters. I mean, the only, the only, the only actual black person in this cast that has a speaking role looks like it's Danny Glover. Mm, yes. Who plays the dad? Jethro? Jethro, yeah, the dad. Who, who's Jethro? Is, um, what's her name? The wifey. Mazeppa? Zipporah. Zipporah. Yeah. Um, his, his Oh, Zipporah's the dad. Yeah, the dad, yeah. Who has the soul? Zipporah's dad, yeah, yeah, Jethro. Yeah. Right, okay. <sighs> yes. That that was confusing. I just, it took <clears> me a moment to actually realise, are these people meant to be the Jews? Yes, they are. Gotcha. Yeah. And then I got it, but I was like, I'm so confused. Everyone... Let my people go, Emma. Let my people go. Let my people go. Um, can I throw a fun story into the podcast? From, into the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A fun story from uh, favorite li- one of our favorite listeners, Megan. My cousin, go Megan on. Dunn. Yeah. Oh, I um, thought you meant Megan Van Hook. We no. have a couple of Megans. Oh, shout out to Megan Van Hook, though. Yeah, love uh, you, Megan. But 
Uh, actually, she is a diehard fan. She is. She listens to our episodes, I think, more than once while she's, like, scenicking That's set crazy. pieces and stuff. Why? Why would you do that, Megan? Because we're, good, we're great company. Nice. What can we say? All right, go on. Yeah. Uh, cousin Dunn Megan, Megan Dunn. Yeah. Watched this movie in year seven. Um, and, like, they stopped the movie halfway through. And then the next period, watched the end of the part of the movie. But her friend was away. And her friend was like, oh, what happened at the end of the movie? And Megan was like, it's like the kind of a family joke that my auntie Sharon says. Like, if you're like, oh, and then what happened? And she says, oh, everyone died. So Megan just like, you know, didn't even think about it. was like, oh, everyone died. And her friend oh thought God. for years that everyone died. Oh and my then God. Um, saw the movie again and was like properly upset with Megan that she had convinced <laughs> her that everyone was dead. Did she not know it was based off of a story that has existed for a million years? I don't know. I don't, that that's, so I don't think that's her fault if that's the case, if you're in year seven. That's at a, true, at a that's Catholic true. school. In, that's true. You're in year seven. You're at in the beginning. School. You're Even if you are in then. Griffith or Millthorpe. Yeah. Not good that's enough. That's true. That's really funny. Mm. They all died. They all died. Really um, the film starts with this disclaimer. I, that's, Do you remember I, this? I think we need to talk about the disclaimer. Yeah. I, I... It's weirdly earnest. I quite... I actually quite like the disclaimer. Can you, can you, do you have it written down? Can you read out what the disclaimer I did, is I didn't sit down and write it down, but <laughs> let me have a look here on my computer because I can do that now that we're not talking to each other in person. Prince of Egypt opening statement. I actually really like the disclaimer. Okay, I found it. Um, here it is. The motion picture you're about to see. Oh, shall I do, I'll do voice over voice. Ready? Oh my God, just say <clears> it. <throat> The motion picture you're about to see is an adaptation of the Exodus story. While artistic and historical license has been taken, we value that th- we believe that this film is true to the essence, values, and the integrity of a story that is a cornerstone of faith for millions of people worldwide. Hang on, there's more. The biblical story of Moses can be found in the book of Exodus. <laughs> for further reading. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like they needed to put a bibliography. <laughs> What's so funny that it's like, if you would like to read more, but like, I was like, bitch, the film hasn't started and it's a cartoon. Calm down. I actually really like the disclaimer. I think it's really sweet. Okay. That's great. I think it's quite sweet. And I think it, it sets, it actually sets the tone quite okay. Yeah. Of yeah. kind of going, yeah, all right. Yes. This may just look like some animated movie, but it actually, it means something to yeah, some people. Yeah, that's true. And it's like. Yeah, I quite like it. <clears throat> it's like, um, like a more expanded way of being like. This is a true story. You know what I mean? But also, I guess, saying it's a true story, but also it's not a, it's not a true story. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they've taken it's kind of not, license. But it kind of is. Mm. Mm. I mean, well, it I, kind of isn't. It kind of isn't. But yeah. either way, millions of people. What's like being it, like, so. if, is, is something in the Bible, is that like a true story? Mm. Like if you do a Bible movie, you're like based on a true story. Like the story of Jesus, is that based on a true yeah. story? Kind of. But also, I would argue, no. <laughs> Do you like do you like the disclaimer? <laughs> Tell me, do you like the disclaimer? Um, yeah, no, I think it serves purpose. I think it could have been a little bit more artful in its language. This is a different time. It feels it's a little bit like go to my website, <laughs> like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. So shall we shall we get into Let's stick our fingers in. The plot. 
Yeah, Let me just it. say first that I quite enjoyed this film. Oh, good. I'm glad. Um, have another never one. Seen it? That, oh, yes, of course. This is the episode. You haven't seen it, but I have. Have never seen any kind of any bit of it. I've never seen a fucking frame of this movie. Sure, um, I hadn't seen it as much as I had Hunchback. Like Hunchback, I know intimately. This one, I kind of know. Like I forgot all about. Did the you ever wifey. watch this in school? I can't remember. Probably. I'm wondering why I never watched it in school. I went to Catholic primary school and high school in the two th- from 2000 onwards. You would think. Yeah, true story. Yeah, you would think they would put it on on a fucking last day of school vibe, or in Maybe religion it's a bit real. vibe. Maybe it's a bit too real. Or do you think it's too fun? I don't think it's too fun. Hello, teaching the teaching Bible stories with music. That's like the Catholic way. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? did expect halfway for a, a side an animal sidekick to pop out, like Disney. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. I literally thought I was like, is a camel going to be his friend? <laughs> like, I literally thought that. I'm kind of disappointed there was no talking camel. I would have liked that. Can you imagine if they tried to put like fucking Mushu the the talking dragon into a, a Bible a Bible story? What people 100%, would do? One hundred percent. One of these fucking DreamWorks writers wanted to do that. A hundred percent, and and some lawyer said no. A hundred percent. How good would that be? Turning like, turning like the story of Jesus into a Disney story. Do you know what else I thought? Like as if Martin Short and Steve Martin together didn't like come up with shit that they just couldn't put in the movie. Yeah. The two of them. Like, are you kidding me? But I feel like there was like, because it's it's different, right? To the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Because that's kind of you know, oh, it's a movie with the context of religion. This is a this is like tread lightly. <laughs> that's true. This is you know I mean? this is make or break. Like, yeah, 100%. it would have been like they would have had like meetings and like inductions yeah. of like how, how we're doing this respectfully and all that kind of shit. Oh, hundred percent. And this is. Do you remember? Do you remember the movies that they play on like Good Friday? On yeah, TV? Ten Commandments. Yeah, no, that's like a good example. That's like a good film. That's the one. That's- that's one of the good ones. But have you seen the ones that are like B grade? Or is that maybe. just like they just play on Lebanese TV stations? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's they like, can get the rights to the Ten Commandments. It's like proper, proper like whipping and blood coming. And it's 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 trying blood. to make you feel really bad. Blood. blood. It's trying to make you feel super bad. But in actual fact... I'll still just sit there and watch it and eat my food and enjoy my public holiday. <laughs> Even as a kid. I, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know the kind of ones I'm talking I about? Kind like, of it's not do, as good yeah. as the Ten Commandments. And it's not like it's The Passion of the Christ. What's that movie called? The Passion of the Christ? Passion of the Christ. I've never yeah, seen it. Yeah, it's not. Oh, you've got to watch it. Do I? <gasps> Patrick. Do we really have to watch it, though? It's. Yes, it's. It's. Mel Gibson has basically given his life for this film. That does not give me. Onus to watch it. Onus, you have to see it at least once in your life. Do you know what? And that guy, the guy in that plays Big Fella Jesus, what's his name? He actually gives a fantastic performance. Oh, no doubt. As Jesus, um, he's that like he's like a Spanish Mexican man. Oh, good mix. Jim Caviezel. Sure. Caviezel. Caviezel. Couldn't help you. And Monica Bellucci plays Mary Magdalene. Monica Bellucci. What a whore. She plays Mary Magdalene. Mm. That hoe. Yeah, right. So it's it's basically like every Italian person is in this film. They they try to make it It's in Hebrew? The film? Or Italian? Or 
what? It's in Hebrew, I can't isn't it? Remember. I'll look it up. We can do that. We're I think you're right. The Passion of the Christ. It was nominated for three Oscars. Best Achievement Cinematography, yeah. Best Original Score, and Best Achievement in Makeup. Well, like, I'm sure that the makeup one wasn't that deserving. They would have just used some Ben Nye blood. And it is it. in Aramaic, but with parts, wow. of, with parts of it in Hebrew and Latin. As if you don't want to see it just to see them do it. Like, Mel gave his life. He basically was an alcoholic because of this film. I don't, I don't think that's Jesus' plan. You need to see this movie. Okay, I've heard it's really gagagory. It's accurate. Yeah. Like you can tell it's 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 like there's Good Friday celebrations they have in like the Philippines and stuff. Yeah, where it's like they do they actually yeah. stone and hang people up. Yeah. Yeah, and they actually make them like walk through the streets with a cross on the back. Yeah, and then nail them like... to a cross and hang them up. Wow. Obviously not till they die, but like long enough to be like Do you get the point? Oh wow, he Jim Caviezel, Caviezel, Caviezel. Um, his shoulder separated mm. when the cross dropped on it, and it's a scene that they put in the movie. That's fucked. Of course it is. It's like one. Of, it's like every one of these big movies, like Ben Hur, oh. how they put the guy dying in the chariot race in the film. Mel would have been fapping away to that. Yeah, he would have been like, think of all the baby Catholics I'm gonna make. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, so the plot of this film that we're okay. talking about now. <laughs> Everyone should go and watch The Passion of the Christ, though, and I think you should as well, Patrick. Oh, okay. It's it's too good. You have to watch it. I'm really confused by you saying this to me now, but okay. No, it's a good movie, and there's a good performance. Forget forget what you're watching. Just watch it for the drama. Like, it's yeah, high okay. drama. Right, sure, sure. All right. Monica Bellucci's in it. Monica Bellucci! All right. Prince of Egypt. All right. So, woman puts baby in river. Yeah, very similar opening, I have to say. Yes. To Hunchback Hunchy. of Notre Dame. I thought this. We have a song about like, you know, child abandonment and like I'm torn, I'm torn. What am I going to do? Yep, and uh, we let the child go, and well, in this, well, like you know, um, oppressive force cracking down on a people because of their race, and a woman runs away with the child and. Two other siblings, and yeah, she puts puts a baby in the river in a basket. I have a question. Yeah, why does she need to get rid of Moses' baby, the baby? Because the the oh Emma, are you fucking kidding? Don't you no? don't have you read your history books, Emma? History, history, Hitler, 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 Hitler. Um, because fucking Ramses' baby, he was killing all the babies. You know this. But he wasn't killing, but she already had two he other kids. Was she was killing wasn't... the Hebrew babies. They were children. He could put them to work. This was a baby. He would throw them to the crocodiles. Gotcha. Yeah. She was saving his life. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, I knew she, I knew she was saving his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, should not yeah. understand why. Gotcha. Yeah, the mural right. in, the, in the film. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, so Moses swims up Shit Creek and... <laughs> floats. Floats in the basket. Down the the basket of hope. By the rivers the of Babylon. And, and then it's the he's discovered by <gasps> Oh my god, the queen. I have, actually do have a song for this moment. Going down the Nile, going down the Nile in style. No? Never heard of her. It is an episode of Madeline. 
I love Madeline. Where they go down the Nile. Gonna see a crocodile. That bitch got to go everywhere. She did. Honestly, they took her everywhere. And Pepito just got to like tag along. And it was a fucking orphanage. What are they spending their capital on? That's what I mean. Going to Egypt? That chick went everywhere. Pepita. Um, okay. Um, uh, Moses, baby moment, baby Moe in the basket. (laughs) Gets to go up Creek and he's discovered, oh my God, by the queen. By queen. 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 Queen, played by Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Um, Oscar winner. Of course, Oscar winner. There are a few Oscar winners in this film. Who? Helen Mirren, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. That's it. Other and then there are nominated. nominees, yeah. Rafe and and, Rafe and Mick Fiverr. <laughs> and Sid Martin. Who the fuck is... Oh, I thought you said Sid Martin. Sid Martin. Steve Martin. I said Steve Martin. You drongo. Steve Martin and Mick Pfeiffer. They're all noms. <laughs> Mick. Yeah. Mick Pfeiffer. Yeah. Younger brother of Michelle. Um, Has... Has Val had a nom? No, surely not. No, Val's poo-poo. No, Val's poo. No, don't be silly. Val Kilmer, the guy who played Batman, Batman, the one that no one likes. Batman. Batman. Yeah, but he's hot. He is so unash- He's so ugly. Oh, now he is. Oh, you think the, the ugliest people are hot. He's so ugly. Back in the day, mate. No, even then. I'd throw a leg over. Hid. Hid Eos. All right. Okay. Anyway, Tell the queen, me, the queen, about the, plot. the queen finds the baby in the river and goes, ah, oh, meet your new baby brother. She just adopts him straight off. I mean, you know, effectively this, this story, this part of the story has been simplified to make it an opening number length of backstory, but yeah. that's kind of the story, right? Like even in the Bible, it's not like, oh, where did it come from? Let's find the owner. Or like, it's, she just picks it up and is like, hmm, I'll take It's from this. God. Yeah. But in the Bible, it's a gift from the gods. Important to know, it's not the queen who finds the baby. Who it's finds him in the Bible? Her daughter. Is who? The queen's daughter, princess. Oh. I didn't know there was one. Um, no, overlooked fact. Uh, anyway, time jump. We're now. Oh, well, this is why they put a disclaimer about creative license. Yeah. Now we're we're young adults. Moses and his brother. Ramesses the second. Ramesses the second. Or just Ramesses at this point. Um, Why isn't his dad Ramesses? Isn't know. the king Ramesses and then he's Ramesses second? Or something? Oh, Amenhotep. Yeah. You are so fucking uneducated. Amentop. Amentop. You're embarrassing. Amenhotep. Is that how you say it? Yes, that's how you say it. Oh, did they write it down for you to learn how to say it? I don't know. Maybe it isn't Amenhet. Amenhotep. Amenhotep. Okay, sure. I did ancient history. I got a band six. So they're like two little scoundrels. Yeah. So we start with like, do we go straight to this chariot race? Yes, we do. Yeah. They're like running around being crazy, kicking each other over, racing. They're having a chariot race and then they cause a great destruction to... Cute little brothers. To all the scaffolding because they're building a big fucking sphinx. Yeah. And there's this joke about like knocking the nose off the sphinx because, you know, no one ever knows how that happened. Oh my god! I didn't even realize that. I didn't even notice. No, that is such a good point. That's that was the joke. Yeah, the no, the nose is like chasing them down, like, and then that bloody giant big dam breaks with all the sand. It causes yeah. anyway, big big mess. That's but it's okay because they're the princes. And, and it's very clear that they, they always get into trouble and that 
dad's harder on Ramses because he has to be the pre- the king one day, the pharaoh. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Moses, be there for your brother because, you know, old mate's got a lot on his shoulders that you don't. And then we have some songs. And then they're running late for a big thing and the dad's like, hey, Ramses is now some sort of official title. Woo! Prince Regent or something? Yeah. King Regent something. I think it's like the official, like, you will be king next kind of post. Yeah, but then he names Moses something and Moses Royal gets architect. a funky ring. There you go. There you go. Um, and then they bring a, 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 a desert flower in, a girl, for them to, uh, you know, have. Right. Um, and they humiliate her and she gets away. But Moses kind of helps her get away. Is this in the Bible? I'm pretty sure, yeah. That that's how he meets Zipporah, and then he ends up like happens upon her once he is in exile. I think so, yeah. That's a bit fucked. Did everyone just overlook that bit? There is so much in that Bible that gets overlooked. Of course. Still. Yeah. Hello. That's awful. Um. And and then Moses. Oh, when he's Moses? like when he's when he's helping her get away, he runs into his sister, who's now an adult, and the sister's like, "Hey, Sandy oh my Bullock. god, you've come back for us! You've come back! Um, you're one of us. We're, I'm your sister." Because he's kind of gone outside yeah. the gates, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna execute you. You're terrible. Oh, you regret this day." And his brother's like, "No, oh no!" And then as he's running away, his sister starts singing the lullaby that he remembers from when he's a baby. I don't think this part's in the Bible. And he's like, oh, oh, and has a bit of a crisis, runs back into the temple and then checks out, <laughs> checks out his history, his history on the hieroglyphs and then stumbles upon this big mural of Ramesses commanding that all the Hebrew babies be thrown into the Nile. And he's like, oh, my fucking God, it's real. And um, he sends himself off into exile. Yeah. He's like, makes the connections Ramesses. and he's like, OK, I'm out of here. Yep. Goodbye, not, brother. He's not the I'm man leaving. they call father anymore. Goodbye. Um, he goes off into exile and he's just like stumbling through the desert, little desert montage, desert montage, sand, sand, yep. sand, yep. um, happens upon. We, we almost get this kind of animal sidekick moment with the camel. I really was hoping for it. <laughs> um, um, then he happens upon ancient Hebrews. Yeah. Camping. Little, little camp. Well, um, I guess they're not camping. That's just how they live. Yeah. It's not camp. It's, They're it's at a home. well. That's like a permanent well. Yeah. Um, um, he realises that Zipporah, the desert flower, that whose dad wanted him to rape, was there. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of, he joins them like straight away. He's like, I like it here. Well, they're, they're all like, me. you've saved us. You've saved my sisters. You're one of us now. And he's like, That's okay. right. They like him. And then we get a musical montage where they, which is sung by the dad, mm. which is like one of us, one of us. Danny Glover. And he, him's like, he's like settling into life there and starting to enjoy himself. And this montage, song montage concludes with them getting married. Um, what's his name? Moses. Oh, so yeah, Hercules. Why did Hercules <laughs> pop into my head? What's his name? Moses. 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 Moe. 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 Um, they get married. And Moses is like foraging around in the desert. And he, and he, becomes, and a, he, he becomes a shepherd. It becomes a shepherd. Yes, good point. Yes, he gets he has his a flock staff. of sheep. That's true. Um, and then is it like a little sheep runs away from him? I can't remember this bit. How he find he finds the cave. What cave? 
of the bush. Oh, the burning bush. Yes. He stumbles anyway. He stumbles upon a small cave. Yeah, like a shape. A shape. Yeah, it's a shape. It's an runs it's a runaway shape. Um, and then in this cave or kind of clearing, there is a bush burning with a magical fire that doesn't actually burn the bush. And he's like, "Duh, fuck!" And it's not burning him. And the bush goes. And he has a conversation with the bush, which is obviously God. Um, and God's like, Spirit. take off your shoes. Huh? It's the Holy Spirit. Bitch, the Holy Spirit's not not even around yet. This is Old Testament. This is God. Isn't the Holy Spirit the burning bush? Nah, babe. The Holy Spirit oh. is, a, is a Christian concept. Gotcha. They're all about the Trinity, mate. Gotcha. That's right. This is Yahweh. I remember this. This is Yahweh. Yeah. Um... Um, voiced by an uncredited Val Kilmer. Have you heard, have you read anything about how they did this voice? They they put together everyone's voices to yeah. all be God. The original concept. So the first concept they had was that it was going to be a woman, and then everyone went, "Ooh, we might upset people. Mm. Let's not do that." That's too far. And then they were like, "Okay, let's make it a child," and everyone was like, "Also, no, let's not do that. It has to be a man." And so they arrived finally at. They would get every cast member to whisper the lines and then combine them into one kind of... So you couldn't pick any particular voice out. It was just like a chorus of whispers, I guess. And they got halfway through recording it and went, oh, this is not going to work. We can't actually understand what everyone's saying. So they were like, okay, Val. Durfred? Like, Durfred? As if you couldn't have picked that you're not going to really understand everyone. Well, no, it's a noble idea. Everyone's be saying different... Uh, 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 oh, no, they would have recorded it so they could, like, be simultaneous, like, to a track. No. Yes, they had that much sense. Okay. Anyway, um, they decide, actually, no, it's not going to work. We're going to make Val's voice the most prominent voice, and that way it's kind of like he's hearing, you know, it's like the voice is in his head, like he's hearing the voice because it's his voice. You know what I mean? But you also can hear all the whispers underneath that. I like it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's um, good. It's a good, I got, it's a good I, got, I got some chills watching this scene. I think it's quite effective. It is a very effective scene. Yeah. I got chills watching when they part the Red Sea. We are not even at that point Oh, yet. my God. It's not a spoiler, bitch. It's been around for fucking thousands of years, this story. <laughs> Someone might not have read the book. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, and God says, take your shoes off. And he never puts them back on. Yes. Um... And there's that thing where he's like, obedient, yeah, and like the, the, the like the the sound waves coming off the fire. It's pretty cool. It's cool mm. to look at. Mm. Anyway, we're just doing the plot for now. Let's not get into it. The voice, the the bush god Yahweh says, um, "Hey, your people who are slaves in Egypt, they are my people. I am your god. I am their god. You have it's up to you to save them." And he goes, "Little old me, I can't." And God goes, "Girl, I whisper in your ear. I will tell you what to do." Take your stuff and go for it, girl. Um, and so then he goes back and goes to Giuseppe or whatever her name is. Sephora. Sephora. <laughs> Sephora. Giuseppe. <laughs> Sephora. And goes, girl, we're going to go back. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm the woman. I do what I told. Off they trot. What are you talking about? That's not what happens at all. Off they trot. Patrick, that's not what happens at all. You've just gotten that wrong. What happens, Emma? Moses is like, Zipporah, I have to go. I have to go and save them. Yeah. Your people are free, so you don't really get it. Yeah. 
but my people aren't. And Zipporah was like, okay, well, I'm going to come with you. As if she, she can't come. She offers to go. Yeah, that's, that's the Disney version. Oh, my God. We're telling the plot of the movie, not okay, the sure. plot of, sure. of the Bible. Anyway, Sephora travels yeah. with Mose uh, off to way down in Egypt but, land, tell old Pharaoh yeah. to let my people go. Yeah. Oh, literally. Um, yeah. And he gets there and he's like, <laughs> this is one of the things about this film that I'm like, oh, okay. He's just like walks in. He's like, hello, Pharaoh. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. And like when the when the baby floats just floats in to the into Mary's crib or whatever her name is. Yeah. Um the sisters just like hanging out, being like, Oh yeah, good. Like, they find him she very can just easily. get that close to like yeah, the queen. Miriam. They find him very easily. Anyway, Moses and his wifey go in to talk to brother and he's like, Hey, well, I got your attention. Um and the brother's like, Absolutely not, no. Uh, so Moses goes, okay, well, I'm going to prove my point and do a little magic trick. And he turns his staff into a snake. Yeah. And then the magicians, the high priests go, okay, well, I can do a show too. And there's some other snakes. Um, and then the star snake eats the other snakes. Yep. Um, and brother's still like, nope, nope, still not. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, and then they're down at the Nile. And Moses goes, I really mean it. You need to do it. And he's, and brother's like, oh, don't be silly. No, I'm not doing it, Moses. And Moses goes. Do you think goes, this is all on the same day? Nah. Nah. Like one miracle a day. Just take, takes it out of you. <laughs> so Moses goes, okay, I got my magic stick again. And turns the river Nile into blood. And brother's like, oh, oh no. Um, that spooked him. Help me, priests. Is it real? And they're like, oh, God, I'll come up with some shit. And then they've got some bloody, like, you know, um, whiz fizz in their pocket. <laughs> bloody cordial powder. And they go oh, into, a, into a bowl and make a bowl of, like, jelly crystals. And the, and the brother's like, see, they can do it too. There you go. And then Moses, Moses goes... Oh, bitch, you ain't seen nothing yet. And then we have a musical montage of the plagues. Mm. Okay, do you reckon we can name all the plagues? I think you can name all the plagues. Oh, uh, have a go. Um, goody fucking two shoes. Oh, no, not goody two shoes. Just, yeah, you know, altar boy. Aspie minded. Um, pestilence. Come on, give me another one. No? Okay. Well, the most famous one is where... Oh, you they don't. You don't oh, okay, cool. You got to the fucking climax. That's the. What was that one called? One. That's the part. Oh, I don't know. Like the first, first point. Like death? It, it is death day. Death day. It's Passover. That's right. That's what Passover oh, is. That's right, Emma. Yes. Um, but we've got bugs. We've got frogs. Mm-hmm. Bugs and frogs and pestilence. Pestilence. Mm-hmm. Is pestilence the bugs? Or like Patrick? The... I I don't know. I don't. Know. Hang I... on, I'm gonna look it up. They didn't harp on this with me. The, the Catholic school system. Here's the definition of pestilence. Oh, no, yeah, no, like, the plague, bubonic plague. That's what mm. I thought. So the, the sores, pestilence, and the bugs, and the frogs, and all the cows died. Mm-hmm. That's four. What else is there? How many are there? Oh, darkness. Darkness. Yeah. Uh, it rained fire, Six. And then seven is all the death. 
Come on, Patrick. Good one. Got them. Anyway, you go to heaven. After the no, death. After no, the death. No, you don't, because you like dick. Yeah, sorry. I'm gonna be partying in the in hell forever. Um. So, God does, you know, a thing where He's like, "Oi, I'm gonna kill all the firstborn children in every house." But if you are one of my people, you'll kill a lamb and put the blood over your door frame, and then I won't I won't come and smite your firstborns. And so it happens. And in doing so, he kills Ramesses the second's son, which breaks Ramesses. And he's like, fine, you can all go. And I knew it was coming. Yeah. I knew it was coming, but it was still sad when it happened. Yeah, it is sad. Um it's Totally fucked. It's a really fucked story. <laughs> like that. Like God's like, mm, in my mercy, I have killed all these people. <laughs> God is. Yeah, but he such had to cunt. do it. Otherwise, he had to do it to save all the slaves. Like you know, know. Oh, I feel like twenty, God, God 20 lives meddle. for twenty thousand. You know, if you, if you're gonna start putting your dick in the box, you gotta do it properly. Yeah. You can't, you know, say one thing and then smite with another. Anyway, whatever. God's a fucking asshole. Anyway. We know that. But Old he Testament Yahweh is different to New Testament one. New Testament one? Ain't much better. Yeah, but you know, that's how they justify it. I know. Anyway, Ramesses is like, okay, fine. Get gone. Off you go. Get gone. Get gone. And Moses is like, yeet. And so off they go. Ah, yeet. Off they go. And, they're, and then they're like, half the, they're in the desert. And then they just have this moment of like, oh my God. Oh my god, we're free. We're free. We're walking. And then they're all like, ha 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 ha. And they get to the, the Red Sea and they go, ah, oh, what next? I don't know. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh no. And then it's uh, Ramses and all the Egyptians being like, oh shit, we're going to get them. We're going to kill them all. Yeah, we can't on have their them. Chariots. No one can. So God goes, oh, and makes a wall of fire to stop them from getting to them. A to- like a tornado of fire. Mm and Moses goes, I know what to do, and stands in the sea and goes, and parts the Red Sea. Makes all and this way. took an animator two years to do? Took a team of ten people two years. But you know what? Actually worth it, though, because that was stunning. It was incredible. It looks so good. That is still to this day, like 1998 or nothing. Or, or now, that yeah. is still some of the coolest animation I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. When they're walking through and the, there's the shark and then the whale, like, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And, like, when you get to, like, the top view and you see the water coming up and it's just, like, just yeah. even getting that amount of scale in an animation without it making yeah. it look, like, dumb. It's so cool. Like, when I look at the Notre Dame in Hunchback, mm-hmm. I'm like, I know that's a tall building because of, you know, its relative scale. But scale, I, I yeah. don't go, what a huge building. Whoa. Yeah. But this wall of water, it's believably like very I know. big. Like you can kind of imagine how big that would be in real life. And it's like, oh, I know. Me. It's so cool. Anyway, happy days. Off we go. We're going through the sea and everyone's like, how amazing. And Mind we... you, they are walking so fucking slowly through the sea. Like yeah, as if you wouldn't speed it up. But as if you wouldn't speed it up. Well, God's got their back. They're good. He's not but you're walking through a sea. Like, you'd yeah. think you'd power walk. I'd, I'd, be, I'd, I'd have my nerves on. I'd get my cath, I'd get my cath walk on. 
Yeah. Um, but also you can't walk too much because like they're literally walking along the sea floor. Like it's it's bracken and mm-hmm. anyway, they hobble through and they're almost at the other end, and all of a sudden the wall of fire goes down and goes <gasps> and then charge and then all the Egyptians run in as well behind them. So I have a question. Yeah. Why did God give up? Give up what? The wall of fire. So they'd run in. But why? Oh, my God. So he could kill them. Yeah. Hello. This guy's an asshole. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Smite, smite, smite. I just thought he went on lunch break. No, he went, <laughs> I've trapped them. I'm going to kill I them, I literally Barbara. thought he went and did a poo break and was like, it's okay. They'll be okay for a little bit. Oh, I'm just going to duck off quickly. Sorry, sorry. And no, he like, sorry, I just, I really have to shit. Ac- I'm so sorry. I didn't. <laughs> no, he was like. Yeah, but I thought he literally let them in by accident. No. And then just as they get to the other side. What the fuck? All the sea closes and all the Egyptians die. Except for Ramesses, kind of. But I think he died. It's open to interpretation, isn't it? Yeah. Ramesses' fate. Yeah. Um, but they made it. Do you it. think he survived? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Stuck on a rock anyway. He's probably going to die eventually. Okay, we're doing this for a po- we're doing a podcast to talk yeah. about it. So what do you think? <laughs> who cares? Of course, who fucking cares? Um, but- no, no, I don't think he died. He lived. I think Moses is hearing that like Moses in his head. I mean, that's the more interesting option. Yeah. Um, I feel like in real life the king wouldn't have marched in. You know? A hundred percent the king would not have run in the water. Yeah. Um, anyway. Also. The Jewish people made it. Also. Yeah. What? Wogs can't swim. Like, no way. No way. No way, Giuseppe. No way, Sephora. None of them would have been able to swim. <laughs> um, well, they would have been ruined if they got stuck there. Anyway. I literally think God went on break. I, it did not click. Oh, you, seriously, that did not click. That he was trying to kill them. <laughs> That's very funny. That's fucked. Yeah, God's an asshole. What a dickhead. Yeah. Anyway. Is now the time to tell God his poo story? <laughs> I think it might be. Um, Go. Apologies. No, no. If you're listening, I don't think Apologies, Mima, who listens. <laughs> oh, Mima. I would have offended Mima. I'm very sorry, Mima. Mims is probably going to listen to this one when she's in hospital. <laughs> After oh her knee, knee replacement. Oh, well, I'll ensure that she's kept there for a bit longer, I guess. Um, oh, Tom, the God is poo. God is poo. Good. When I was a child, obviously Catholic guilt thing. Catholics were renowned for their guilt, renowned for their indoctrination. I could sit here all night and tell you insane, weird Catholic stories about why I did weird shit as a kid because of Catholic shit. I also prayed as a child. As a child. In primary school, poor Beb. And I would make a point of, like, listing every single person in my extended family. God bless Auntie Sharon and God bless Uncle Shane. Oh, my God. You would have sat there all fucking night. I know. (laughs) It was a real fucking exercise in remembering everyone. Um, And uh, I remember one night lying in bed and just this thought. You know, like, you get, like, intrusive thoughts? Yeah. Just this thought came into my mind. And it was the words. Do you do you hear thoughts in your own voice? Like, do you have like a narrator doing thoughts in your head? Or no, not? but I'm sure maybe when I was little I did, but not now. Sure. No, not now. Because I feel like from the internet, from what I gleaned from the internet, 
that's a thing that people have discovered recently. Some people have an inner monologue and some people just don't. Oh, that's so cool. Um, I definitely have an inner monologue, mm. 100%. Um, and my inner monologue said to me, God is poo. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, oh, no, I'm going to go to hell. And then all I could think was, God is poo. <laughs> oh, my God. And I couldn't it's stop thinking good. it. And I was like, <laughs> like maybe like seven or eight. Just in tears in bed at night, Poor thing. crying myself to sleep because I could not stop thinking the words, God is poo. It's so funny. It's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it, no, but that's like anyone, any kid kind of thinking something about, you know, something bad. I so fucked up. And I remember often thinking when I was doing something naughty or something, and maybe this is just social conditioning from when you're being a Catholic, but I remember because my grandfather, Pop, he died when I was like one. Mm-hmm. So I have no memory of him at all. Um, but I would I would often think think of him as like a being literally like watching me. Like your angel, like an angel. No, like a surveillance camera. <laughs> okay, we had very different Catholic upbringings. Yes. Um. <laughs> Mine was nothing like yours. <laughs> Mine was all about like angels and being thankful and... And even like, and like, you know, by the time I got to like 14, 15, I had like, I want to say seen sense, but you know, like I had like moved away from being religious and faithful and believing in God and all that um, for a whole plethora of reasons. But I still remember as like a 15 year old having a, having a wank being like, oh my God, he's watching me right now, isn't he? Oh no. <laughs> Isn't that fucked? That's awful. Anyway. Feeling like you're being watched is terrible. Yeah. Even these days, I think about it almost kind of as a novelty now. Like, I just think, like, when I'm doing things, I'm like, oh, I wonder what, I wonder what he's thinking of this, you know? Yeah, that's or what I, wonder, I think. I wonder who's watching this. Yeah, the universe. Mm. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> they made I really of- mustn't just think that deeply about shit. Uh, hello, queen of overthinking right here. Yeah. Not not a good attribute to have when you bring up Catholics. No. Mm. Not at all. Anyway, they make it out of the Red Sea. Oh, my God. And On that note. that's kind of the end of the film. Almost. Then we just have this film, this, like, last scene that Christopher Columbus insisted had to be in the film. No, Steven Spielberg. Oh, Spielberg. Same difference. Same person. Chris Columbus would have been fucking 10 years old with this movie game. <laughs> Whatever, same diff. No, we wouldn't. No, no, no. No, he was about to do Home Alone. Anyway, final scene is Moses, a little bit older, 40 years later, after 40 years of wandering, uh, coming down from the mountain with the tablets, with the Ten Commandments. Do you know what? What a great ending, actually, for this film. Yeah, it's a good finish. What a good... How else were they going to end it? Just it closing after the Red Sea behind them. Uh, yeah, then they just kind of end on them wandering more and it feels kind of unfinished, you know what I mean? Yeah, because they wander for 40 years. I know. Can you name what the, all the Ten Commandments are? I think I can. Thou Honor... shalt not kill. Honour thy mother and father. Yes. Thou shalt not steal. Hold on. Honour thy mother and father was the one that my parents, like, fucking oh, really harped on. Yeah. Mm. Honour thy mother and father. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal. Th- yep, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not covet thy wife's neighbour, thy, yep. thy neighbour's wife. Yep. Um, what does that mean? Like, don't fuck your friend's wife. Don't ogle 
someone well, who isn't yours. Like, don't even look at them. Yeah. Don't even look at them. That's a good rule. Um, I hope you're listening, John. Uh, <laughs> don't you dare covet. There will be no coveting while I'm while you're on my watch. While you're on not Pop's. In this. While, not while Pop's watching you from heaven. Not in this house. <laughs> covet. Don't you dare covet. Um, yeah, fuck. What are the others? That's four. Something about owning slaves? I can't remember them. Do you know I, what? That's it okay. Was never, it was like, never really drilled into me. No, no, it was not nor me. It's again, it's old school. It's pretty yeah. old school. Oh, do you know? What? I've looked it up. There are there are some ones that are like you you wouldn't think of. They're like sick on. ones. I am the Lord thy God is one. Mm-hmm. See, that doesn't feel like an instruction to me. You know what I mean? No, he's just like I'm just gonna yeah. put this one in here so you know it's really me. <laughs> I am the Lord thy God. Number two, no other gods before me. Cute. Three, no graven images or likeness. That's a good one. Mm. Number four, oh my God, whoops, thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. Classic. Number five is remember remember the Sabbath day. Yeah. Six, honor father, mother. Seven, thou shalt not kill. Eight, thou shalt not commit adultery. Yes. Thou shalt not steal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, this is. This is the neighbor's wife on, but it's actually a little bit longer than I thought. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or his maidservant or his ox or anything that isn't your neighbor's. So no end. Don't touch anyone else's property. Yeah. And the tenth one. Oh. Tenth is kind of the same one. I don't know. Okay, open to interpretation. Yeah. Okay. What a list of bangers. This film kind of came from... Who was it? Someone wanted to do the Ten Commandments as a cartoon. I think DreamWorks. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, that's what, that was their other option. Yeah. Anyway, here we are. That's the film. Can I say that I'm glad they didn't? Yeah. Great. Out of all the stories in the, <laughs> out of all the Old Testament stories, this is the one that like, you've got your hero. Like you can you can make oh, a movie this out is, of this. This is fucking hero's journey one oh one motherfucker. Yeah, like you couldn't have done Abraham and Isaac. That would have been boring. You'd yep. been walking up a hill the half half the time. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the whole confusion with having like multiple wives and people that have your babies. Like it's too confusing. Yeah, leave Hepzibah out of this. <laughs> Dead. Um, um, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good story. Mm-hmm. It's bloody epic. You get you get all your ancient Egypt stuff in that was super trendy in the nineties. Do, do you not mean? agree? Huh? What do you mean? Do you not? Do you not, did you not feel like in the nineties and two thousands that like ancient Egypt, ancient Egypt was like really like a hot topic? Like it was really cool. I think it's still really cool. Okay, but you're a fucking dweeb. I watched Secrets of the Saqqara Tomb the other day, and I think it's I've watched it twice since. It's Maybe it's just like a really easy one to teach in school. <laughs> it's not easy. Well, why did they teach? Like, I I learned it. I think I think I learned about ancient Egypt fifty times more than I learned about Australian history or Indigenous history. No, that that's changed since you were a boy. Yeah, it has changed a lot. That has changed so much. That's good. 
No, I only learned about ancient Egypt when I did ancient history in year 12. Other than that, you don't do it at all. We did it like 50 times in primary school. No way. And then we did it in year eight. I remember in year seven, I made a shaduf. What's a shaduf? Oh, I'm, I did everything about ancient Egypt. I did, it, I did extension history. Shaduf is the, is the thing they used to get water out of the River Nile with the weight system. Like a big arm. Like a big swing. Why would I know what that is? Well, I knew what it was and you didn't. So that's embarrassing for you. Oh, my God. But I made a shaduf. Uh, can I just say at this point, anyone who really likes ancient Egypt, Secrets of the Saqqara Tomb is on Netflix. It's really, really good. Um, and I say to those people, get a life. No, it's really good. It like follows a team of archaeologists for, for like a whole year and they're on the chases on to try to find as much as they can before their funding runs out. It's really time sensitive. And um, they end up discovering this tomb that they think holds the family that is the first known case of malaria. Oh. It's really good. It is actually really good. They also find like a cat tomb that has all these dead cats in it. And they're down there and they're and like, oh man. Like what? My dad would like that. Why? A bunch of dead cats. Oh. They find one and they're like, "This man, it's really big. And they take it into their woman. Their, their... Their woman. Their cat woman. The cat woman. Yeah. And it turns out, and she like literally, then and there in her little, her little, what do you call it? Not a workshop. Her little shaduf. Like her, her little, <laughs> her morgue, yeah. if you will, cuts a bit out and it's fucking orange and it turns out it's a goddamn lion. Oh, wow. And they found like the first lion mummy. Yeah, right. It's actually a really good doco. I can't recommend it enough. I'm not doing any justice right now. It was really good. I saw a cool ancient history thing the other day on TikTok. It was a portrait or like a painting or like maybe, no, it was a tapestry, I want to say, from the medieval period. And there's a, co- a, a cockatoo. Cockatoo. Yeah, yeah. And a cockatoo. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Do you see that? I like her. I like her TikTok. Yeah. That chick. Pretty interesting. I like art history. It's great. Yeah, I mean, it's explained for dummies. Oh, shit, I'm yeah. sorry. I just scratched oh, the microphone. Shit, it's I'm explained sorry. for dummies, yeah. which is good. It's like, how did this cockatoo end up in this yeah. painting when no one was in Australia yet? Like, the no answer is it. it came from Indonesia. But also, that means that there was a lot more trading going on than they thought at that time. <laughs> I have an important question for you. What is it? Okay. Ramesses or Moses? Who's hotter? <gasps> oh, both bangers. I would love a bit of sibling action. You know, be the meat in that Egyptian taco. Um, sandwich. I don't want to say taco. Sandwich. Um, I, I do like a bald man. Ramses Aren't is pretty they all good. bald? They just have like fake hair. No, Moses. Moses has out. a bit of hair on his wig. Yeah. Moses is pretty old though, eh? Moses is cute, like, when he is sheep herding Moses. Yeah. But younger, I would when they're younger, I would go Ramses, his bad boy. Yeah. It's but the, Moses, it's the eyeliner older, for me. What'd you say? It's the eyeliner for me. It's the ponytail for me. Yeah, the weird side pony. <laughs> the wig ponytail for me. Is it a wig? I think it's a wig. It's a wig. They take them off. The they ponytail? 
Oh, no. Yeah, they throw off their wig ponytails. They throw them off, their heads. He's bald and has a little ponytail on the side of his head. They throw it off. How is it attached there? Spirit glue? Fucking no. (laughs) I don't think that's a wig. The movie features a burning shrub and you're asking me how the ponytail sticks to it. Well, I'm sorry. They consulted 600 religious historians in making this film. They did. Um, And I'd like to know. (laughs) <laughs> they attached the wig. Also, I I wrote that note. I read that note at the beginning of the film that they consulted all these religious experts, like six hundred of them, um, and then had taken like really made a point of being like, "Thank you for your feedback. We're taking it on board, and we're actually making changes based on it." That kind of stuff. Mm. And then, yet still, we have them using like the magicians being like, "Okay, hit the lights," and then like. The- Oh, getting a well, spotlight. obviously, Martin and Steve. <laughs> I know. But I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding? But then I laughed really hard when Moses comes back the sec- comes back from the desert and does yeah. his little snake trick. And then the magicians are like, oh, think quick, think quick. And they go, hit the lights. And then you actually see them <laughs> lower the blinds and use big <laughs> yeah. mirrors to redirect yeah. the lights. As sp- I was like, oh, my yeah. God, they're showing us how they do it. Yeah, it's really funny. Um... I I kind of feel bad for Ramses. Like Yeah. He doesn't know any different. It's that thing of like watching the crown where you're like, Yeah, kind of these people are, you know, I, I hate this system and I think it's broken and terrible. Yeah. But these people don't know any better and they've been no. born into this life and it's just they're kinda of lumped with it. They're stuck. Yeah. And even if they try and get out of it, like, oh but Harry. I mean, you know. He hasn't tried to get out of it and disappear into, you know, an anonymous life. He's gone off. No, to he's tried to get out of it and gotten be- himself a Netflix. Getting deal. into like Hollywood money. Yeah. Um, with that Weird. temptress wife of his. Oh, Megan! That Megan! Ah, oh, evil. Just- evil. <laughs> just like Camilla, evil. Oh. Just like oh. what's her name? What's her name? Oh. Who? Tip my tongue. Wallace. Wallace. <laughs> It's the American women. Ah. It's because they're all American women. Yeah. Um, I do feel bad for Ramses. Poor Ram. Poor Ram, but also like when you see the magic oogie boogie that Mo- Moe can do, maybe you should just give in. Yeah, I'd be shook by that snake. I'd be I'd shook be by shook- the river. I'd be shook by the cows. I'd be shook before the cows. The river's enough, mate. Doing the river to actual blood. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. And then the priest just doing like a small bowl. Yeah. I'm like, mm, no, okay, cool. If it's even, okay, I guess he, I'm, I'm being like, how's he got that much powder? But the point is it's not, it's powder. It's actual magic. Yeah. <laughs> Are you enjoying that conversation with yourself? <laughs> Shut up. I'm, I'm kind of a little bit confused as to how... Like, why this movie was made? Not how. Why? Why it was made? Um, big epic story. Historical epic. Yeah. Um, okay. hello. Religious story. Instant market. True. True. Um, it was DreamWorks trying to make a really big splash and trying and pull ahead of Disney. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's a pretty tried and true bloody story. It's a little bit of a risk. Like it actually could have gone either way. 
Yeah, yeah. All you needed was one pope, as in the pope, not one, the. Yeah. To turn around and, and say, no, this is, don't go and see this. This film is banned in some countries. Is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would you ban this film? I don't get it. Um, you can read about the exact same thing in the most accessible book in the world. Not in, not if they ban that book as well, you know. Oh. Uh, yeah, here we go. Maldives, Malaysia and Egypt. I've even got an explanation here. Three predominantly Muslim countries, the Maldives, Malaysia and Egypt, on the grounds that the Islamic prophets ah, cannot be depicted in media, of course. Gotcha. That makes sense. There's that old chestnut. Of course. So does that mean every every movie with Mary in it is banned? Guess so, yeah. It must be in Islamic countries. Yeah. The prophet. Um, let's talk about the music in this film. Original songs by Stephen Schwartz with original score and orchestrations mm. by... Boo. Max... Not Max Richter. No, isn't it Hans Zimmer? Hans Zimmer, thank you. Max Richter, please. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Um, Max Richter was 10 years old when this film was made. So, beautiful music. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not... I think Hunchback... I'm, I shouldn't compare them. Hunchback's Hunch, better. Hunchback's better and it yeah. stands out more. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not walking away like... Tapping my fingers, singing a tune. We've only got like two of the kind of upbeat kind of songs. There's much yeah. more. And there's no like magical number. You're a croissantess. <laughs> you know, like this film takes itself <laughs> much more seriously. Mm. There's a lot of gravitas. Um, I think there's some good music. Yeah, I, I like... Um... I like Danny Glover's song when yeah. he's made it to the camp. I mean, there is the song of the film, which is Let um, My People Go. When You Believe. What? Let My People Go? What are you talking Sing about? Sing it for me. There can be miracles when you believe. Yes. And hope is lost. Mm-hmm. You know the one? You sing it better the than middle? they do. Oh, they yeah. sing it okay. It's a nice, stuff. like, chorus chorus number. Yeah. Um, more famous, really, for the credits version, which, 100%. get the fuck out, is fucking a duet between Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. Get out. Get out. Yeah, 100%. Big names. Not happy with each other, recording that number, apparently. Really? A lot of tension. Well, you've got two of the biggest divas in showbiz yeah. in the room together. Pretty incredible. Chill out, guys. Yeah. Chill out. Um, it Through Heaven's up. Eyes is a good song. Mm, couldn't tell you. The best song and it's the most dramatic and it's actually like a proper song from a musical end of act one number. This is Stephen Schwartz taking over here. Um, is the song When All the Plagues Happen because it's like a big dramatic duh, 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 minor key number but it's got bits and pieces of the songs that we've already heard. Mm. It's like a proper like. <gasps> it's a proper oh, storylines. Storylines coming together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did Stephen Schwartz do Hunchback with? Yeah, I think so. He did. He did. It was yeah, Stephen Schwartz, he and he yeah. was the lyricist. He's the lyricist. Yes, for yeah. Alan Menken. Yeah, Alan Menken. Thank you, Menken and Schwartz. Menken, Menken, Menken. Um, this, this is Stephen Schwartz on his own doing music and lyrics for the songs. Yes, and then. Hans doing the orchestrations. 
gotcha. which we love. We love Schwartz. He loves a bloody Bible story. Oh Why my goodness, Joseph. Huh? That's Joseph. Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> well done. What? Uh, no, Godspell. What? Oh, poo poo. Godspell. Um, uh, what's that one? The spark of creation. Um, what the fuck is that song from? Are you talking to me? I'm asking myself. Children of Eden. Children of Eden, which is a song about the first book of the Old Testament. A song. It's a musical, sorry. A musical. Um, Interesting. I don't know. But then also... He kind of, you know, goes off the deep end and does other shows. Like what? Like Wicked. Like Spring Awake. No, Wicked. Yeah. Um, and like, um, I mean, that's the one he's most known for. Pippin, of course, was his kind of bigger ones. He, uh, he contributed. He... I think he did lyrics for Leonard Bernstein's Mass as well. Okay. Tell me, what do you what do you love about this film? I don't know if I love anything really, particularly. No, do you know what? I do love some of. I think some of the scenic artistry is incredible. Those it's shots, beautiful. the shots yeah. where old mates are both getting in trouble from the pharaoh the first time, and yeah, old mate runs away, and it's like them in the foreground, and in the background, it's this huge like big vista distance of like yeah. um like a, almost like a watercolor. It's almost yeah, like a yeah, photo. Yeah. It's beautiful. Really beautiful to look at. And, you know, the crossing, the um, all-important um, parting of the Red Sea. We love that. It's beautiful to look at. Like but it's not like, yeah, the music is not as good as Hunchback. You think it's not as good. good as Hunchback. The story is obviously we know what's going to happen. Yeah. So there's no, there are no twists and turns. Mm. And they haven't really taken any risks. True. Okay. It's it's good, and it's it's nice to look at, and the voices are nice. It's kind of weird hearing Jeff Goldblum as a his voice, you know, with his yeah, like a skinny dude. Hi, I'm just going yeah, with his funny voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a really good Jeff Goldblum impersonation. Um, it's perfection. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. Now you've seen it. <laughs> I'm glad I've seen it. Yeah. I've come it's full good. circle in my education. Oh, thank God. And then they and all I died. Think, I think other people should. What? What? And then they all died. Who died? Everyone in the film. They all died. <gasps> yes, that's right. Yeah. They all died. Um, what were you saying? I think people should. I think people should see it. Yeah. I don't think rush to the video shop. No, no, no. no don't rush and don't like pay for it. What's on Stan? So, you know, if you have a Stan subscription, get get amongst it. You're welcome to borrow my Stan account to listen to it, a.k.a. Patrick's Stan account. <laughs> I'll give oh, you a thanks. password. I might just change that. Calm down. As if I can remember the fucking password. Your passwords are stupid. Oh, I think you mean safe. Christmas tree in a forest crumpet. Like, your passwords are so dumb. I think safe. Not safe when you have to keep repeating it to me ten times. <laughs> well, I should just be changing it to four more words every other time. Oh, my God.
It's not hard to remember. Why was you saying that loud? I'll bleep it, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and for a while, I thought it was and I literally would sit there and like <laughs> think I was going crazy. Or like every good boy deserves fruit. Oh, that's a good password, Emma. Every good boy deserves fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Oranges, porringes. Roy G. Beer. <laughs> Dead. Um, great. I'm buzzed, mate. I am fucking buzzed. I'm never drinking again. Are you lit, turned and crunk? Crunked? I'm going to yeet out of this car. <laughs> that sounds like you're going to boot it. <laughs> <laughs> Not on I... my bowls, please. Not on my bowls. <laughs> Not on your crockery. This... Not on my crockerisha. All right, can we announce what the movie is? Movie no, we can't. We have to finish this segment. It's done. Oh, da 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 da. Here's the clip. Here's the clip. Thou, thou shalt not eat capsicum. Thou shalt not fucking rock in my chair. <laughs> thou shalt not eat tawut on air. Not tawut. What is it? Tum. Tum. And tawut. You don't like me eating that either. No. Anyway, here you go. Here's a clip from the film. Amen. That one's always a little bit scary to me, to be honest. It's a bit chanty. Everything's a bit chanty. It's a bit Gregorian. Especially the ones where they're like, Hosanna. Gossip is here in the highest. Oh, obviously that's... But when it's like, when it's a a text that is meant to be like, oh my, like in a Pentecostal church would be like, ah... No, I always like find that world without world world without end. Amen. Like, and I say creed. Yeah, I find that. We too believe in one me. God, the Father. We Almighty. believe in one God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one God. No, we believe in one holy Catholic, Catholic Apostolic Church. Church. The holy communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, and the resurrection of life everlasting. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> no, hang on. Let's see if we can actually do it. Of course we can actually do it. No, I think I think I'll stumble. Mm-hmm. Alright, you ready? Okay. Ready, go. We, we believe, believe in one, in one God, God, the Father, Father the Almighty, Almighty maker, maker of heaven and, and earth, 
of all, all that, that is seen and unseen, we believe in in God. We, uh, just something about Jesus Christ is the only Son. God, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the, the Son. Son. With the, the Father and the Son, Son he's worshipped and glorified. And glorified. He, he has spoken, spoken through, through the, the prophets. prophets. You're like saying it after me. He has spoken through the through prophets. prophets. Um, we, believe we believe in one, one holy, holy Catholic, Catholic and apostolic, apostolic church. Forgiveness of sins. We look to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the, the world to come. Amen. Isn't life everlasting in there somewhere? Maybe they're the new words? No, God, are any of the new words. No, everlasting. We no. believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible, or whatever. No, seen, seen that's I'm, read, I'm reading from the chat, from the website. Hang on. Of all that is seen and unseen! I know. <laughs> we believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten the Father, God from God, light from light, 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 true God from true God. God. That's a good banger. Begotten, not made, one being with the Father. Father. Through him all things were made. made. For us men and for For our salvation, salvation, he he came down down from from heaven. heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, Spirit. he was born of the Virgin Virgin Mary Mary. and became man. For our sake, we've missed this whole bit. Yeah, my God, for our sake and for our salvation. He was yeah. crucified under Pontius Pilate. Pilate. He suffered, he died, suffered and, was death and was buried. On the third, On the third day, day, he rose, rose again in accordance with the scriptures. scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand right of the Father. He will he come again in glory, glory to judge the living and the, the dead. dead. And his kingdom, his will, kingdom have no will have no end. See, that to me is creepy. He will I come know. again. Just the way that people spit it out like a robot. He I will know. come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. And his kingdom will have no end. <laughs> I know. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the, the Father and the Son, and the Son he's he is worshipped and glorified. He has, he has spoken, spoken through the, the prophets. prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic, apostolic church. church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. sins. We look for the resurrection, the resurrection of, the of the dead and the, the life, life of the world, the world to come. To come. Amen. Amen. It's fucking creepy. It's creepy. It's creepy. It's a cha- It's a creepy robot chant. The bit that you said I hated, I always hated, was, um, where is it? Uh, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. <laughs> from the Father and the Son. <laughs> like you hated the, that bit. I hate, I hate the repeat. I hate it. With the breath. Yeah. I can hear my dad doing it. I'm like, oh. The Father and the Son. Maybe, maybe it's the Australian accent that just makes it so much worse. Proceeds from the, proceeds. I can hear Uncle Pete and my, and my dad doing it in my head. It proceeds of the Father and the Son. <laughs> but the father and the son is worshipped and glorified. My dad never he said it. My dad the just sat there and slept. My no. dad never said a word. And my dad set a very good example for us boys, so <laughs> I get on my knees every week now. Yeah? Oh don't worry, Joanne did. Oh, I bet you get on your knees every week. I do. Well Emma's nineties academic failings. I say academic, I mean academic. animation. Yeah. I didn't fail academically in the 90s. I excelled. I oh, know. So did we did. We both did. We're the same people. We know. Yeah. I was saying the word burgundy at the age of one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I Why? Because my grandma's car was... They asked me, Emma, what colour car is, is Dathe's car? And I said, burgundy. 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 They fucking asked and I gave him the answer, bitch. It's burgundy, bitch. One and a half. You would have been the size of Baby Yoda. You would have been like a tiny little baby. 100%. You're walking no, around big as a here. sheet of A4 paper. Yeah, being a little bitch. Like, not not taking shit from anyone. Good. Good on you, girl. 
Yeah, you go, girl. You go, girl. You go, Kim. Um, you sound like every woman on Facebook. You go, girl. You tell him. Oh Hi, you glad that you've watched these films? Yes. I cannot believe I hadn't seen them. I kind of it's... buy Prince of Egypt. Not the reason I I think I don't believe that is because of the whole Catholic thing. Mm. Like I can't believe you just haven't encountered it at school. I know. It came out 4 years before you were at school. I know. Weird. Anyway, can we tell everyone what the episodes are? Episodes. The Movies episodes. are for next week. It's yeah. so exciting. So next week, we're doing uh, a little a themed week over some guy. I don't know if you've heard of him. His name is Steven... Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. I want him to be my best friend. Um, <laughs> uh, thanks. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> right um, in front of my salad. If, if anyone... Ever wants to look up IMDb trivia on someone, I can happily tell you the trivia for Steven Spielberg will take you, like it took me a week to finish it. It is so long. So long. So good. We've kind of touched on Steven Spielberg quite a bit we in have, our podcast We have. We touched so on him when we covered Indiana Jones, when we did Raiders Indiana of the Lost Jones. Ark. And also yeah. he had a hand in The Goonies as well, did he? Yeah, I mean, executive producer. Yep. He has a hand in a lot of things. Home Alones? Or is that just Chris Columbus? No, that's Chris O. He's got his fingers in every fucking pie. Yeah, because he's got so much money and friends. Money, money. Uh, True. Anyway, we're doing two films directed by him next week. They are E.T. E.T., the extraterrestrial. And? Jaws. Jaws. Mm. Who did that score? I want to say Bernard Herrmann, but I don't know. I want to say John Williams. No, too early for John. Oh, no, it is John Williams. You're right. Yeah, John does everything that he does. I know. That Stephen does. Um, How good. I haven't seen either of them. Nah, that I've seen that. That's not true. You've seen E.T. I have seen E.T., obviously. Um, E.T. is one of the ones that... I get quite a reaction from people when they find out I haven't seen it. So yeah, because it's it's ridiculous that you haven't seen ET. But why? Who cares? It's iconic. It's about this alien, and he gets into drag, and he wins a competition, and he wins a bicycle, and then he <laughs> drives off into the sunset at the end. Do you know anything about ET? I know a little bit, bits and pieces. I have a bit of you know assumed cultural knowledge. It's it's fucking iconic. It's like an alien. Um, a child finds him, hides him in his house. There's, yeah. there's an iconic scene where he puts him in like a dress and a, like a bonnet or something, like a straw hat. Um, and then the, the police or FBI or someone's coming after them and they track him down and then Elliot, E.T. phone home. And his little finger that lights up. Actually, I'm Hold on. I'm scared that I'm going to have to watch this movie on my own. Well, we're in lockdown. Of course you're watching it on your own. You're not hearing me. I'm yeah. scared. Scared? It's a fucking scary movie. Is it? It's all basically set at night time. So oh, that's scary. Grow up, Joanne. No, it's such a scary movie trick. I'm not even kidding. It creeps me the fuck out. Oh, don't set me up for that. I'm going to be so up disappointed when it's not scary now. It's creepy as fuck. 
Okay, all right. I get scared watching it. Um, and then I knew I do know that there is the scene where obviously it's yeah quite iconic for uh, like touchstone pictures. I think it is. It's in their logo, I think. Where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. E.T. gets in the front basket yeah. of the bicycle and through the power of magic and aliens, yeah. they fly up and they're silhouetted by the moon. Yeah. I'm glad you know that bit. Yeah, I know that much. Jaws. Guess what? Do you know what? Guess what? What? I don't know a fucking thing about Jaws. Well, you know what it's about. Sharks. It's about a shark. A shark. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure it's about a shark in particular. Just one. Why can't they fucking catch it? Well, I think that's the thing. It's kind of Moby Dick-like. Like it's the one shark that, you know, is terrorising everyone. What? I did not know that. I know fuck all about Jaws. But I I've have heard. Been, yeah, what? Hold on. I have been Yeah. on the Jaws ride at Universal Studios oh. in Florida. <laughs> my reference for that is my grandparents went to Universal and filmed it. So I had a video of that when I was young. Amazing! Um, I should have done that for you. Yeah, I knew you when I was there. Um, yes, big advances in like kind of mechanical animal kind of stuff. Cool. Early days. Uh, at the I think apparently even now still holds up. Can I tell you? Just warn you. I reckon the trivia is going to be so long for both these films. Oh yeah. I have heard that Jaws is actually genuinely quite scary, or like what? thrilling. Like a proper, even even now, is still like very tense and very spooky. So that's good. That'll be fun. I don't want to. Well, now I'm scared. You were very excited about the idea ten minutes ago. <laughs> I'm gonna have to make sure I watch them in the day. Yep, you can do that because we don't have to watch them together because we are in lockdown. Mm. Good, good, good. Well, Alrighty. that's next week. Um, I'm excited. I'm Hope- excited for you to finally fucking see E.T. How good. And see Drew Barrymore as a child actor. She's very good. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I can hear all about everything I heard about when you were getting your tattoo. I needed everyone on that tattoo floor, the parlour floor. Yeah. Is that what it's called? A parlour floor? Tattoo parlour, yeah. The tattoo parlour. To hear that I thought she was a really good child actor. Yeah, good. I don't think she gets enough credit for it. Okay. Sure. Everyone thinks of her with Adam Sandler, but they don't think of her with the alien. Oh, Drew. Well, this has been an interesting episode to record. (laughs) I have a feeling like it's going to be quite long. Do you miss my face? Not really. Hmm. Well, this has been lovely. Oh, my God. It's time to go, though. (laughs) I literally need to get out of this fucking car. All right. Well... We'll see you next week, everyone. Um, Every time you do this, it's got to stop. Go. Find us on social media. You know where. At Double Bed Double Bill. Email us. Double Bed Double Bill. Gmail.com. You know the drill. Bye, John Candy. Bye. Bye, Minerva McGonagall. Bye bye. (laughs) Minerva McGonagall. Yeah, you look exactly like her. Susan Bones. <laughs> Susan Bones. Susan Bones. <laughs> For sheer dumb luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace out, bitch. Bye. Bye.
but you did actually look at my boobs too. They're you called did. boobs, Ed. You did. They're called boobs, Ed. I know. I heard you. You don't need to say it again. They're, They're called, called boobs, boobs Ed. Ed. I know. Oh, it's that's from proper Aaron close. Hi. Yeah. I Aaron can get Bro- really close. Aaron Brokovich. I um, can get really close. Yeah. I love Albert <laughs> Good. I love you and McGregor. So that's good. Do you actually love you and McGregor? I love. I would 100% go you and McGregor. For sure. I, I don't think he's that special. Oh. Uh, oh, as a person, as an actor? Yeah. No, I don't think he's that attractive either. Oh, okay. Well, that's rude. I've been told I look like him, so that's rude. You look nothing, <laughs> I look like, nothing him. like him at all. You fucking look nothing like him. Whoever said that <laughs> is blind. <laughs> that is the biggest fucking lie I've ever heard in my life. For you like <laughs> I do. Ah, do you? <laughs> do you look like you and McGregor? You look like Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, mate. I believe he it. You can grow facial hair, can't you? Can't. <laughs> oh, that's a bit oh. mean. Oh. 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 <laughs> Where do I look like then? Um. You look like a young Willem Dafoe. (laughs) (laughs) You look like a young John Goodwin. (laughs) John Goodwin. (laughs) No, we know who you look like. You're John Candy. You're the polka guy. Polka, polka. Polka, polka. 